There's a place off Ocean Avenue where I used to smoke crack pipes with you. We were both 45 and it felt so right. Creeping all day, doing crack all night. Doing crack all night. There's a place on the corner of Spooky Street. We would crawl in the oven and crank the heat. We were both 45 and it felt so right. Creeping all day, doing crack all night. Doing crack all night If I could suck your ass Things would get better I would suck it fast And puke forever Let your farts blast down on me And blow me you know, it's so crazy. Remember when you were telling me that this was going to be the era of Amityville that you were really excited for? And so far, I think you're zero for everything in the in the era that you were really excited for. <laughs> no, there's been some parts and moments. I think this era started <laughs> with, um, what was it, Haunting? I don't even remember what Haunting. Oh, yeah, it did. The, the paranormal one? Where, with, the, where uh, the dad had the gun. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah, that was good, but but Kim, that was bad. That was bad. That was when you realized that these movies weren't going to be what you thought they were. Yeah. Remember when you thought that the production quality would at least be higher in these movies? I thought they would be like gr- good. What What do you think now? They're so bad. There's like no production quality. Like there's just none. These are really fucking bad. I think they're pretty good. This is going to be a struggle. This next haul of movies, I will admit. Okay, I want to ask you, what do you consider a haul? What's the next haul? Like, what what segments are we broken up into nowadays? So we're in, like, the late... Don't, don't say what, what, you, what, don't... You, what you think you're going to... Because everything's the late whatever you were about to say I know, at this that's point. what I realized. Um, <laughs> we're in 2015 already, and... Okay, I think we're, we're, pre, we're pre-Bella Thorne. After Bella Thorne, it becomes, like, Every year, like, four are coming out. Okay. So we have, like, five or six more until Bella Thorne. And then after that, it's, like, a free-for-all. What number are we on now? 14? I think, like, 15. This is 14. Okay. That sounds about right. Okay. And the next one we're doing is the uh, uh, Unspoken. I don't know what the original title is. I'll figure that out by the time we get to it. But the Amityville House is on the cover, kind of. I think that's the Amityville house. I'm actually looking at it from kind of far, but yeah. it looks ish. And then after that, we have Sickle, and then we have the fucking Conjuring 2, which... <laughs> I, you know, why am I less excited for the... I know you're less excited for it, too, than, like, the other ones we've been doing, because we were talking on a FaceTime before, and when I said, like, I was like, okay, Unspoken's next, Sickle's next, you were like, oh, that sucks. And then I was like, Conjuring 2, and you are like, oh, oh, no. <laughs> because because when we rewatched the original Conjuring, we realized, like, how, like... <laughs> Not great it was. And then now this is just going to be The Conjuring 2 that has so little to actually do with Amityville. So we're pretty much just watching The Conjuring all over again. Yeah, I agree completely. Like, it's not doing anything for our venture, but I feel like it slightly no. has an Amityville tie, like, maybe a little more than the first one. So I don't know. Maybe it'll be it does be more fulfilling in the Amityville universe than the first one was, at least. I guess. I guess we'll see. Um, I'm very intrigued. I'm very intrigued by a lot of these upcoming titles. Okay. I'm intrigued about Toy Box. That one I've always been intrigued about. I know you said it was really I watched Toy Box. I think Toy Box is worse than this. 
Oh, come on. This is Kim, like bad. You haven't watched Toy Box. Toy Box is such a piece of shit. Like there's nothing enjoyable about it. Sickle's gonna be the worst. Okay, I don't know if it's worse. I I don't remember the trailer. I know we watched it, but I can't imagine that it's worse than fucking Toy Box. I just can't. No, it's gonna be worse. It's gonna be worse. I promise. Well, we're talking about Death House right now, 2015. We're on the 14th in the Amityville uh, venture. And I'm going to talk about mm-hmm. uh, the total number that we're at in a second now. But before I get to that, it's written by John Oak Dalton. It's directed by Mark Polonia, who you may know from hit classics such as... Kim, you can go ahead and start looking at your IMDb now. I know you've been like itching okay. this whole time. Okay. But okay. Yes. we have Shark Encounters of the Third Kind. Kim, you love, right? Great movie. <laughs> Sharkenstein. Noah's Shark. <laughs> you, get, you get it? You get it's a shark obsession. Land Shark. What the fuck is this? <laughs> And then Peter Rottentail, which, by the way, guys, I do a commentary on Patreon every month. And I already did the Patreon talks, but Peter Rottentail commentary is coming out next month. I think Nia might have been around for that. No, I think I might have did that one on my own, like with just like Patreon. Where, I mean, not Patreon, with uh, Twitch. And I think we were just having a <laughs> terrible time. It's such a terrible movie. I would watch Peter Rottentail. No, it's like worth the while. It at least has some heart in it to where like it's so bad that it's good. But it, it's, it's bad. Like Peter Rottentail is like. Such a piece of shit. But, like, anyway, they made Peter Rotten Tail. But don't forget, after this, we have Amityville Exorcism, Amityville Island, Mm -hmm. and the newest entry, the 50th in the Amityville series, Amityville in Space. Which is just bullshit. That's not even physically possible. Dude, that house has a face on the cover. What are you talking about? It's amazing. Did you see the trailer? I did. No, of course not. Why the fuck would I watch the trailer? The trailer's trailer? so good. Is it this guy directing it? It's the dude who directed this movie, yes. It's Mark oh, Polonia. no. No. <laughs> no, I won't do that. I won't do no, it. No, dude, it's I in space. It. He, no, you have to admit, how iconic is it that he waited and carefully planned for this to be the 50th? This is the first franchise to wait 50 movies to go to space. I just still can't wrap my head around how there's 50 movies in this franchise and who decided to keep this going. I was talking to James about this the other day, and he was just, like, you know, commenting how it's been, like, a whole venture. How, you know, like, in the beginning, it was just you telling me to do Amityville, Mm -hmm. and then it was me telling you we're going to cover them. Then we ended up doing one, then we ended up doing a couple more. You signed on for more, Mm -hmm. we kept going, and then we kept finding more, and then we are like, okay, there's this many, there's this many. But what point do you think... There was a, a given number, like was it, and what was that number? Like was it like thirty four? We I remember us saying the numbers twenty seven and thirty. I think it was originally we thought there was only twenty seven, and then you're like, oh no, Kim, there's like thirty. And then after that, we were like, oh, this is just ongoing. I think it landed on like thirty two or thirty four, something around there. Like if I go and grab the dates and whatnot, and I you know find out when we discussed it and when we yeah. found out everything, I feel like. I feel like when we found the right number, it was at like 34 or 32 or something yeah. like that. And then since then, everything else has tacked on and now we're at 50. And that's what's insane because that was no more than a year and a half ago. That was a year and a half ago, max. That means that means like within the last year, they've made almost 20 fucking Amity That's movies. insane because we were talking about how insane it was that we were getting like at a time like, you know, we were like, oh, there's like two in this year and then we're like oh shit look there's three in this year and then we're like oh there's four there's no maybe there's uh like five or six in one of these i just really just went in uh one two three four five six but i feel like i made that a little bit engaging so i hope you guys (laughs) like that you did i enjoyed it (laughs) but now 
I don't think we're at like five or four a year or something like that. I think we're up to like nine a year. It's a free for all. It's just <laughs> it's, a free for all. It is. It's a full free for all. I have no idea how many are coming up per year. Listeners, I mean this. Like, if you have a passion, if any of you guys are in college in like a film class, you need an assignment. You can literally direct an Amityville movie at this point, and you should. Kim, I feel like you're really on like the opposition where you're like, you guys need to stop making these Amityville movies. I'm fucking sick of it. You're the problem. And then right now you're like, if anyone in the world wants to make an Amityville movie, you not only can, but you should, and I approve of it. Me, Kim Wilson, I'm giving you my stamp of approval. I'm just trying to be supportive of the other side because I understand clearly there's a big following with this. That's my other thing. The listeners who are all about this Amityville and keep voting this shit in. Look, the votes stopped a long time ago kim you know what happened you know exactly what happened but are you guys are you guys committing to watching these amityvilles because if you were you'd understand you'd fucking understand i I think it's like half and half i've seen like like i know some people do watch them which i'm like you poor things half of the responses are like i'm glad you guys are doing this so that we don't have to and the other half are like wow i've been following along and i can't believe what's going on I know. There's a couple of people that have definitely followed along. And, and I'm I love like, that. You are brave souls. I know. I'm like, you guys are troopers because you you don't have to do this. <laughs> Can you imagine like how many people like? I mean, even if if it's a even if it's like a one fourth kind of thing or something, just how many people will have seen like 50 Amityvilles by the time we get to like 50? Just because we're go they're going along with us, they're like, wow, you know what? Somehow I inadvertently ended up watching 50 Amityville movies to follow along with the podcast. We could submit into uh, the Guinness Guinness World Records book for like biggest most Amityville podcast listeners. <laughs> yeah, biggest Amityville cool. Most most podcast listeners to to watch Amityville to, to watch a, a, a series um, equivalent to fifty movies. I think we should submit for it. That's so fucking. We've, funny. we've got a good following. We've got a good following. That's so fucking funny. How weird do you think it would be if I just? Uh, thanked Patreons that I forgot to thank in the beginning of the episode right now. Do it. Is that weird? Is that Just like, start thinking. That... Don't explain. Okay. Emily Lawrence, Jack L. <laughs> uh, Jack L. Archivesquit? What the fuck? Desiree, Matthew Dematis, Shelby, Mikey Angelo, Christina Shaver. Shaver. Christina's in caps. Shaver. Jen Williams, Ooh. Laura B. Okay. And Kim, I didn't even mention... The iconic Frozen Sasquatch, also directed by Mark Polonia. There's a lot of interesting things on that you list. You can't forget Jurassic Shark 2, Aquapocalypse. You're missing Hala If I Kill You, and it looks like it's an all-black cast, which looks hella racist. <laughs> I think... I, look, if I remember right, I feel like they might have outsourced for that, but I could be completely wrong. It could just be... Uh, who wrote it? Can you check for me? Is Let it me Mark look. Polonia or John Polonia? Because if it is, I take back everything that I said. It's John Polonia, directors Mark and John. No, who wrote it? Story, John oh, Polonia. okay, never mind, never mind, never mind. That is a very white man. <laughs> and it's written by Jeff Carroll. None of these people sound black. <laughs> oh, it's written by Jeff Carroll? It's not written by John Polonia? Oh, sorry. It says story by Jeff Carroll, screenplay by John Polonia, directors John and Mark Polonia. Who's J- Jeff Carroll? How's that spelled? Jeff Carroll's black. Jeff Carroll's black. Oh, he black. is. Okay, see, no, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. I remember looking that up, and I was like, okay, I'll give you a pass. And he also helped write The Black Nun. Oh <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Okay, we need to color cover Hala if, you ki- if I Kill You, because that looks incredible. It's on Tubi. Oh, it's on Tubi? That's crazy. That's not yeah. crazy. Tubi actually, I think, might yeah, be- Yeah, it's not crazy. I think Tubi I might be the crazy. best streaming service in the world for obscure movies. 
horror movies. Dude. No, just horror, yeah, horror in general. In general. Cuz you get Prime used to be like top tier and I still think it is. I feel like it's still pretty up there. It's like number 2 now, but dude, Tubi's going crazy. They have everything. See, for me it's Tubi, Shutter, Prime. And they're all close. But like Tubi is gold cuz you get you get the good, you get the okay, you get the decent shit from years ago that you forgot about, and then you get just a cesspool. See, I have Shutter on Prime, so I think I automatically just put Shutter oh, in Prime. Yeah, I'm like, Prime. so I put Prime in like the God tier because I'm like, I have it within it. <laughs> I thought you meant just like within the Prime video horror movies, which are so oh, okay. No, they're still good. Prime has like a lot of like, I found a lot of crazy movies on there, dude. I watched this movie Pled- Pledge yeah. Night recently, and I think I've talked about it on something else. We've talked about it on a few things. Wait, I feel like I've seen that. They have some weird ones on there. It has the fucking front man from um, Anthrax, John, like, I can't pronounce his last name. It's like Barianelli or something like that, or Barinella, Barinella, Barinella. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah, Prime has... Barbara. Their channels, I mean, yeah, they have a lot of channels. But, like, yeah, Shudder is... Yeah, I don't know. Tubi, though, Tubi has every Amityville in the world, basically. It has probably half of them. Literally. Except for Asylum, because they took it off as you were watching it. As I was watching it. That was the stupidest shit. Like, I was in the middle of the movie, and they took it off. I was like, what are you talking about? You still have 25 other Amityvilles there. I know. I'm probably the only person in the world that noticed that, that was in the middle of watching it. It was like, what the fuck? It's gone. That was hilarious. That was so stupid. Okay, well, now we have this movie to watch. Holla if I kill you. uh, It has been on my list for a long time. And I do want to watch it. So I'm down. If you're down, I'm down. I'm down. I kind of want to watch a lot more of the Polonia movies. Like, they're so... Okay, if we do... If we do Hall If I Kill You, it has to be with James. It just feels like a trio movie. We should do a 72-hour Mark Polonia live stream. Oh, should we tell the news to everybody right now? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Caleb, Caleb, break it. Break the news. Break the news. Break the news. Hey there. Hey. Kim's <laughs> traveling. Yeah. <laughs> do the horns, do the horns, do the horns, do the horns. <laughs> you guys, I'm going to the motherland. Caleb and I are meeting. The motherland. It's happening. End of the month. Mark your calendars. We're going to do a live stream. It will not be 72 hours. Um, 72 hour live stream. We're watching Amityville for 72 hours straight in the Airbnb. We're going to hook up a camera pointed at the screen, a camera pointed at us. We're going to have mics going. When I fall asleep, Kim is going to take my uh, sh- turn. She's going to watch the movie. We're not. There's always going to be someone entertaining you the full 72 hours. When I fall asleep, Kim will be up. We're going in shifts. I'll take a nap and then we'll get up and then we'll have 12 hours of time together to watch Amityville movies in succession. We're going to try to get as many done as possible at once. And we will still be covering them later individually. So this is not going to happen. We are going to what? cover um, an Amityville one while we live stream. And you guys are going to watch. And you guys are going to talk to us. And you're going to interact. And I might kill Caleb mid midstream. It might be on live stream. You guys can witness it. Wait, I thought it. we were doing 72 hours. I finally will get to roundhouse you, as I've been saying I was going to for... Roadhouse? Years. Roundhouse. Roadhouse? I think I got a couple inches on you. (laughs) Oh, you got a couple inches on me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. My big 
Oh god! You know stop! What? Stop! 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 Not this again! Not this again! You guys gotta, you, you guys gotta really say. search through Amityville episodes if you want to find out like exactly what's going on right now. And good luck, cause there's 13 of them. We've lost some people. Anyways, back to um, back to Mark Polonia and Amityville Death No, I'm good with that right now. I mean, it's basically just the fact that he made Peter Rotten tell. Shout out the horror show, cause actually, no, I should tell this story. Shout out. Because roundabout, look, Kim. You're, this is going to be a crazy statement. I told this to James the other day, like, off recording. And this is going to sound so insane to you. I think Mark oh Polonia and, like, John Polonia are roundabout kind of the reason I started a podcast. Why? So, the horror show, one of their really early on episodes was Peter Rottentail. Let me see exactly which one mm-hmm. it was. But I listened to that, and I was listening to the horror show, like, all the time. But the Peter Rottentail was just specifically a fucking hilarious episode it's number 30 it's their 30th episode and it's fucking Mm -hmm. hilarious like it had me crying laughing and it was like i've said a million times but like you know early on i was like they made me realize that you could just talk the way that you talk like with a friend about a horror movie yeah Yeah. you could just like bullshit with someone you don't have to like stick to like insane structure and like it doesn't have to be all professional and this that blah 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 but yeah peter rontel was one of those like specific early on episodes that i heard that was like this is fucking hilarious and this is crazy and it also kind of introduced me to like the fact that people do make these insane mockbuster movies. Like, I knew people were making mockbusters, but I didn't know that there were people that dedicated, like, their entire fucking careers to just making shitty mockbusters. I guess I kind of knew. But, you know, I didn't know, no. I didn't know the extent of Don't it. Don't thank the horror show for that. Thank them for many other things. I can thank them for a lot of things, but their episode on Peter Rottentail was fucking hilarious. I'm pretty sure Joe was on that one, too. I don't know if you've heard their buddy Joe, but, like... Joe's hilarious. Or, no, no, I'm sorry, not Joe. Um, 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 or Paul. 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 Thank you Paul. so much. Yes, Paul. I think Paul was on that episode, and he told them about Peter Rontel, but then, like, I don't think he watched it before that one, or maybe he had, but he was just like, the fuck is this? Like, it's the biggest piece of shit. And I watched Peter Rontel, like, after that. It took me, like, five tries to watch the movie. When I finally did, and, like, I got all the references they were talking about and whatnot, I was like, this is fucking hilarious. Like, this is the shittiest movie ever, but I respect that you're able to, like, watch it and talk about it. So that was, like, one of the key episodes that kind of got me into podcasting. So roundabout, I think it's really kind of insane that Mark Polonia is like the maker of Peter Rottentail. Coming full circle. And the horror show covered Peter Rottentail. I love that episode. And then we start doing this Amityville thing. We go down this road. Now we're covering a Mark Polonia movie right now. And not only that, Mark Polonia ends up making the 50th movie in the Amityville series. And it's Amityville <sighs> in space. Bullshit. But dude... Is that not catering to everything that I've, like... It is. I mean, he's tying it all together. He's doing it the right way. How many times have I said that the... I'm pretty sure I said before this was even announced that the 50th Amityville needs to be in space. I'm pretty sure I've said that on recording. It's the only way to do it. It's just bullshit that it's happening. I don't know. I just think it's all kind of incredible how this has gone around. Like, it's been, like, a three-year venture for me to come around and be like, you know what? Mark Polonia might be my favorite person of all time. I am probably going to fall asleep to Peter Rottentail tonight because I need to watch it. And it's on Tubi. So. Wait, Peter Rottentail is or Hall If I Kill You? Both. It says watch free now on Tubi. Wait, Peter Rottentail is on why Tubi? Are you acting surprised? This looks like something would, would be on Tubi. I've watched Peter Rottentail like four times now maybe. Yeah, but like TV right I now. watched it on... Um, I watched it on YouTube. Like, I've always watched it on YouTube over the years. I didn't know that it was... I didn't think it could make it to a streaming service. That's insane. Yeah, I'm checking Tubi right now. Also, I realized my uh, my TV Peter audio Ryan is on Tale for like the first three Tubi. minutes. <laughs> Peter Ryan Tale is on Tubi. This is amazing. 
This is amazing. Wow. Um, I also realized my TV audio was on, guys, for like the first three minutes. So sorry. <laughs> Good job, Kim. Yeah. There was one time that Kim left her TV. Te- yeah, time. I left her TV audio on the whole episode. I didn't hear it at all. But then when I went to edit it, I was like, "What the fuck am I hearing in the background?" And I think you were watching like, were you watching like Real Housewives or something? Yeah, it was Bravo, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Yeah, this time it was Impractical Jokers, so sorry, guys. Oh, nice. Didn't uh, didn't Joe Gatto just leave? He yeah. did, and it's really upsetting. Yeah, kind of um, unfortunate, but I mean, like, I hope he's doing good. Yeah, me too. Me too. I think it'll be for the better. Best of luck to him. All right, I'm actually on Tubi trying to see if Peter Rottentail's on here. No, I know Kim, I just checked because. right now. Oh, you went That's on Tubi? That's why I che- <gasps> Yeah, I went on Tubi and I checked. It's fucking oh, there. I, I'm so... I didn't know Hall If I Kill You was on there either. I, I think while well, you're watching Peter Rottentail tonight... I'm going to simultaneously watch Hall If I Kill You. <laughs> uh, I feel like that one may have some potential to be fucking gold. Peter Rottentail is gold in a lot of ways. Like, I'll tell you that right now. It's just, it's, it's terrible. But honestly, okay, when we're in the world of Amityville, Death House, and Peter Rottentail, I feel like I might regret saying this, but I think I'd watch Peter Rottentail, like, any day over this. But I don't know. I honestly, it's kind of, it, that actually hurts me saying that out loud. I feel like I haven't obviously seen Peter Rottentail, but I feel like I would say the same. <laughs> Real quick before we get into Amityville Death House, I want to remind everyone that every single month on patreon.com slash horrorsoup, you guys, you, that's right, you right there, the audience sitting right there in your car, taking your dog for a walk, you can pick one of the movies that we discuss on the show. Every single month, I post a topic to Patreon. This month's topic is 90s horror. You guys pick your favorite movies, 90s horror movies in this case. And then a week or so later, you guys get to vote on the most requested movies and decide which movie we discuss right here on the show. As you will learn in this episode, my very good friend Kim also made a trip down to California and we met in person for the first time. We record a bunch of things, one of them being a two-hour-long horror trivia with Kim, me, Bree, and Miguel. We also filmed a short found footage movie which we uploaded exclusively to the patreon and you can find me and james watching the trailer to haul if i kill you among many other things this month all on patreon.com slash horror oh and i can't forget recently i watched another polonia brother masterpiece peter rotten tale in its entirety and you can find that entire live watch through slash commentary again on the patreon and i appreciate all of you guys for donating and being a part of the show Thank you so much to the newest donators, Shane Rogers, Maya West, Teresa Hatchie, 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 Teresa Hatchie, Brooke Brunetto, Casey Polk, Casey G, and Devontae Cleveland. Ah, Cleveland, my man, you just rated Killer Condom one and a half stars. That's ridiculous. But thank you, everyone. Thank you, Patrons. Thank you, Cleveland, also, even though you fucking rated Killer Condom a star and a half. That's ridiculous. Okay, anyway, back to the movie. Okay, so anyway, we should keep this moving. Before I started this, I saw yeah. a film critic review that said the acting is worse than Amityville Haunting. And I already knew that, but, like, I actually don't know. Like, is that even... What do you think about that? No, it's worse. Okay. It's worse. The dad held his own in Amityville Haunting. At least he had the gun and he was really convinced. Okay, dad did, but did anyone else? No, but they didn't... I feel like there was hardly any acting. Like, I feel like okay. we didn't really see characters. It was just the boy's voice behind the camera. So that's hard to say. That is hard to say. Okay, whatever. Budget was $3 as far as I know. Tomato meter, I mean, there's nothing for Rotten Tomatoes. Critics haven't nothing. rated it. The audience hasn't rated it. It's non-existent on Rotten <laughs> Tomatoes. the audience not that's rated when you it? Know. <laughs> well, well, that's when you know the movie is so bad when, like, there's nothing on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, no one has traced the But film. how insane is that? This is, like, one of the earlier Amityvilles, because I know it's 14, technically, but, like, I'm going to call 14 an earlier Amityville. How 
does this have nothing on Rotten Tomatoes? Like, let me see. When I go on Letterboxd, Letterboxd at least has... Oh, it has 55 reviews. How did it? How did the Amityville series fall off that early? I feel like even at 14, even if people are making shit movies, I feel like it's hard to tell that early on. Because what have we had so far? Haunting, um, Asylum, Conjuring doesn't count, and then we had Playhouse, right? Isn't that it? Yeah, but that would be enough to make me fall off. <laughs> If I saw this quality... But, dude, just think about how many people were following, like, Amityville 4 and, like, how many people just follow the Amityville term and, like, hashtag or whatever, even just nowadays or, like, in the past or whatever. But, like, uh, like you know, like, conceptual hashtags before hashtags were a thing, too. But, like, just think of how many people are following the Amityville name and then it falls off to this only having 55 reviews on Letterboxd right now? That's insane. Here's the thing, though. There's been so many Amityvilles made. It could be that these people just jumped on on a random Amityville. Like, they may not have gone in order. No, I know. So maybe that was, like, their first one, and they were like, oh, fuck this. But I feel like... <laughs> and then never... But even if it was their first one, like, for the time period, even for 2015, I feel like Letterboxd had to have been around in 2015. I wasn't on in 2015, but it definitely yeah, was, probably. for sure, for sure. Yeah, How's this only at 55 reviews? <laughs> I believe it. This one's real bad. IMDb, 2.1 out of 10. That's, that's fair. That's Yeah, that's fair, actually. That's perfectly fair. I would give it zero. I think it's perfectly fair. In the world where, um, what's that fucking dickhead's name? Daniel Farrens exists. <laughs> and his movie. Wait, why do I know him? What's his name? Dude, Daniel well, I mean, Farrens. What did he do? Eileen Warnos, American Boogie Woman. Um, oh, yes, Ted Bundy, yes, American yes, Boogie yes, Man. Yes. I was like, it wasn't clicking. The dude I'm, I'm, I'm full on <sighs> beefing with right now. Yeah. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. I was like, we. I know we just talked about him. My first beef. It's honestly so beautiful. Like it. it <laughs> That's not your first beef. Also. Yes. It. What's my. What's. Uh. You know who. I hope you suffer. No. <laughs> Creepy dude. Creepy. What's his name? Who? Creepy dude with the uh, Batman shirts. Batman shirts. Batman. Christian Bale. No. He his name. He's like. He's big on like social media because he's weird. Oh wait, Martin. What's his last yes, name? Um, um, yes. Oh shit! I forgot about that guy. That yeah, was my first beef. And then you had a beef with the with the person who commented on Facebook. Oh, the the <laughs> ghost fly Amityville. person. Yeah, you've had some beefs. Look, that wasn't a beef. That was shut down so fast. I literally just said, "No, fuck you." It's about ghost flies and ninjas. You've had some beefs. The Martin one, yeah, that was a beef. He blocked me on everything. So, and you know, what? I thought that this was the first Martin. time I got blocked. I thought Daniel Farns was the first time, but no, it's not. Martin, fuck, what's his no. last name? Martin Cabello. Like Martin Cabello. Oh yes, yeah, yes, Martin yeah. Cabello. I do have a cameo from him, though, that I think Brie got. Oh, no, I got it for Brie. I still remember that. He's, like, talking about, like, don't look under your floorboards. He's, like, like, he's like watch behind out your... behind you, horror community. All these movies you watch, someone's going to fucking kill you. He was so creepy. <laughs> That's the creepiest thing I've ever seen. And then he's, like, this, this podcast will never go anywhere. We'll have any listeners. And then a bunch of... Horse soup listeners started blowing up his Twitter and his like Instagram and shit, so he blocked me and then every listener who would mention him. And then he posted a, a, a story on his Instagram. He was like, I will never go on a podcast. <laughs> he was an interesting man. Kim, thank you for reminding me about that because I completely forgot about it. I thought Daniel Farns was my first like full. No, like, I mean, how beef. can you forget about Martin? He was he was odd. Well, because he blocked me so long ago. That was an early beef, and he blocked me real fast. Like I remember people sending me screenshots. They were like, "Yeah, I said this to him on Twitter." Blah blah blah, and then he blocked me. I was like, "Oh fuck." <sighs> 
I didn't tell him to do that, by the way. Ways. I wasn't like sending people that way. I was just like, yeah, yeah, this fucking Martin guy. I was like, he eats frogs and shit. This guy's fucking weird. Yeah, he's very odd. <laughs> he's fucking weird. <laughs> so this is Caleb's second beef then. Yo, fuck you, Daniel. <laughs> I need to stop just, like, attacking this guy. I'm still trying to talk to him, but if I keep shitting on him in other episodes, like, someone's going to mess him and be like, hey, this guy's going to blind sign you, which, I, yeah, I am going <laughs> to. Yeah, I don't know how you're going to be able to rekindle that one. I'm I'm doing it, dude. I'm figuring this out. Trust me. Trust me. I'm, I'm doing it. Trust me. I got, I got okay. this going. Good luck. All right. Good luck. So this movie actually, and Kim, you don't get this yet, but I feel like this movie starts where Peter Rottentail leaves off. I thought that the dude with the beanie was like the same dude in Peter Rottentail. And I think if you remember the beginning of this movie and you watch Peter Rottentail later, you'll see who I'm talking about. But it's okay. not. It turns out it's not him. I saw him in different okay. angles. I was like, oh, it's not that guy. But also, I'm pretty sure a lot of these shots, like, you know when it's in a basement? Yes. I 100%. swear to fucking God, it's in the same basement that they shot Peter 100%. Rottentail in 11 years ago. Oh, I bet it is. Please, when you watch the movie tonight, let me know if you think that's the same basement. Because, Kim, I'm not kidding. I rewatched Peter Rottentail for the Patreon commentary like last month, and it's coming out next month. Yeah. And I swear to God, that's the same fucking basement, dude. I will keep an eye out. I believe you. I And I bet that it, that is the case, knowing their their line of work. And I don't even know what to say about the intro. Basically, we find out that there's witches. There's a chick who has spider wait, legs that wait, come out but, of her body, and there's fire. I've never seen an intro like this. An intro where they it's preview crazy. what's going to they happen. They preview the end of the movie. The exact end of, like, the last five minutes of the movie is the intro. And they narrate the over it. Kind of, the best way I can describe it is, like, a 90s Disney TV show. They used to do this, where they would have the narrator and be like, last episode on. And they would show, like, the clips of what happened, and then some some clips of what was going to happen and then that was it and they did that with this and i was like are we watching a tv series so you know what that just reminded me of when i listened to the horror shows peter rottentail episode a long time ago the thing that really killed me about that episode is like halfway through sean comes to a realization he's like wait a second this movie's fucking out of order and he lays down like why it's out of order and everyone's like what the fuck wait you're right like this is out of order and I, I'm wondering now, like, is that a running theme in these Polonia movies? Because this is, like, definitely not, like, I think it has a little more structure than Peter Rottentail, but yeah. it's definitely not how you make a movie. Like, you don't show the end in the very beginning because 100%. it's not even just an ending that, like, you can't follow with and, like, you know, you'll forget about or, like, you know, you won't notice when you get toward the end. It's, like, the whole movie, you're, like, I know where this is going to end because they go in that basement in the beginning of the film, too. So, you're, <laughs> like, you're, like, you're going to end up back down there and some dumb shit's going to happen. Like, you could pick apart the entire movie because of the beginning. Well, it's so weird. And there's, like, spinning graphics during this preview. It's literally like you're watching, like, a children's TV show. Like, the intro, like the theme song to it. Dude, and the fucking legs that are coming out of that girl. Like, she's literally just, like, walking, like, with her hands, you know? Like, on, and on her legs, like, kind of trying to, like, contort. But she's not contorting. She's just yeah. walking backwards. And there's just these, like, I wouldn't even call it CGI. It's, like, clip art that you're just, like, pasting literally onto the side art. of her. Literally clip art. The whole movie is filled with clip art and like fucking soundboard sound effects. It is. When they showed the Book of the Dead, it was a clip art. It was a drawing. It was a drawing that someone took a photo and uploaded. When the pages are flying out yes. later, Kim, like at the end of the movie and they just go to. Did you ever watch Birdemic? No, no, I never watched like the OG Birdemic. I listened to the episode. Okay, well, Birdemic, like it's literally just like clip art that's like the birds are just pasted on the screen. They're just like throwing them around. I was like, holy yeah. shit, this is just the Polonia Birdemic. But I don't know. Polonia probably did it first. I'm not even going to lie. This was real bad. The intro. I was like, oh, we're just going to find out what happens. Okay. 
cool. It's just going to give you the whole end to the movie. It's like three minutes long. It's not like 10 seconds. It's also so confusing, though, because you don't know what the fuck is going on. You you couldn't possibly know what's going on. Oh, I, I do. I took notes. This is the only part that I followed. So, well, also, we, we need to backtrack. The opening of the movie. So as these credits backtrack? are going. What are you talking about? Well, like two seconds. As these credits are happening, they're yelling, kill the witch, kill the witch. <laughs> Yes, that that's how it intros. It intros with "Kill the Witch," and you're like, "Wait, okay, <laughs> you know I'm what? Like, you're right. We this... do need to backtrack because when this started and they said "Kill the Witch," I was like, "What in right. the Salem witch trials is happening right now?" But it was giving Halloween, evil dies tonight vibes. It was giving Children of the Corn, kill, kill, kill vibes. I was like, "What is going on?" Anyways. So they're yelling, kill the witch, kill the witch. And then you find these like creepy men that look like they're from the medieval times, right? Like in this basement. No, dude, they're wearing like, you know, when people are in a cult and they're wearing those black robes that go all the way over Mm. and it's a hood going over their head. They're all wearing that. They're all wearing that. And they're reading from this like book of death about this lady named Abigail back in the day who was accused of being a witch. So six men in the town hung her on a tree and killed her just like the Salem Witch Trials, and they were summoning her spirit in this scene to seek her vengeance upon these people who wreaked havoc and killed her. That's, yeah. It's really compelling. And then the title credits start, and I swear to God, they should have ended four different times. Like, the music kept coming to a complete silent close, and it looked like the credits were over, and then it'd be like, produced by Mark Polonia. (laughs) It would literally just have, it would just keep popping up with different Mark Polonia credits over and over again after the music ended. I was like, oh, so you really want them to see your name? He really wanted to be known that he was a part of this. Not a part of it, that he did everything. He's like, look at me, guys, the rogue filmmaker, Mark Polonia. Fucking terrible. I honestly want to talk to Mark Polonia so bad. I kind of respect the fuck out of the guy just for like sticking to, like he's made like over 60 mockbusters, dude. Yeah, I was looking at the catalog and I was like, holy fuck. I can't wait. Yeah, that'll be what I fall asleep to tonight. Okay, but like, for real, what fucking movie did we watch? Was it Evil Dead Witch Trials? Because why the fuck does it start with a narration from Eric Roberts about the fucking, like, Necronomicon before the real movie starts? Yeah, it, um, do you want to do the voiceover? No. <laughs> Not at yeah, all. Yeah, it was very odd. Then, I mean, the narration was like this for like the first dude, like it's five Eric minutes. Roberts. It's really bad. That dude will just take a check. I don't know why he's in this, but he just decided to come in this and like he decided for to come reason, back. He's the highest like on the cast list, obviously. So you think he's gonna be in the movie? But he's not. He's just, like, in it for 30 seconds doing a quick narration. And the narration's pointless because that doesn't ever really come back. It's pointless. Anyone could have done it. I wonder how much they gave him out of their $3 budget to do this. Because I'm like, there's no fucking way, dude. Like, he's been in many other movies, like, that will give him a check that's higher than the $2 that they gave him here. So I'm like, I don't know why he did this for 30 seconds. It's so weird. You have to imagine that they gave him, like, 200 bucks for this or something. Like, how much money do they really have to give him? So why did he do Like, how down bad was he? See, my thing is this. The movie, the narration's so unnecessary because, like, it doesn't even really tie back into the, the story at the beginning. You don't need the first 50 <laughs> minutes to understand the story. Because the story just, like, ends there. <laughs> the story ends before it even starts, to be completely fair. Yeah, it's not good. Okay. So right after this intro scene, we get introduced to the sheriff, who, can we just talk about his hat? 
I honestly wasn't going to mention him for a while, but I had a very good feeling when I didn't put him in my notes early on that you were going to mention him before I got to him. And I should have known that I shouldn't have wrote down like, okay, now let's get to the sheriff because I should have known you were going to mention him immediately. Well, he's right after the opening scene. <laughs> what has been our running theme in the last few Amityville movies? Like we got, did a priest show up in one of the last ones in Playhouse or something? No, we lost the priest. We have cops now, right? Isn't it just fucking cops now? Yeah, it's guns. We definitely established the guns. Guns for sure. The priest who was, so the, the mayor was in the last one. Who was in the one before that? What was the Amityville before that? Um, Asylum. Oh, jeez. Yeah, we haven't had priests. We had a lot of security guards. I don't guns. remember if we had a priest or a priest-like character in Asylum. Yeah, we definitely didn't. We just have had guns in the last, like, four. <laughs> and the flies are coming back. Did this one have guns? Shit, I don't think Yes, had... yes, there was a gun scene. There was a gun? I, I, I wait, knew, wait, when, I knew when, when? Was. I forget. I knew there was. I had to think about it. I don't remember the guy's fucking name. I don't remember any of their names. But, like, the goofy friend, they were out trying to find what was going on. And he pulls out that fucking revolver. And what does he say? I wrote it down. He's like, oh... I'm just going to fire two shots in the air and just freak everybody out. When did I miss this? I missed that entirely. This was like when they all split up and were like trying to figure out what was going on. It was like the two guys. The two in the house? Guys. No, they were like outside. Oh, in the in forest. In like the woods. Yeah. Within the woods because this is Evil Dead? There was a gun because the one guy had a fucking air horn. That was his weapon. And then this guy pulls out a fucking Glock. Okay, I remember. Again, wait, was it during that air horn scene? Because I remember that air horn scene yes, vividly. Yes, it was because he pulled out the air horn and he was like, I'm going to scare him with this. It, and he's oh, like, oh, oh, that won't I know scare him. It wasn't the original group that were following. It was those two random guys in the truck yes. that were getting followed by that other fucking dude. They just pulled out and he's like, oh, I have an air horn. He's like, what are you talking about? Yes. Okay, you're right. Okay, so there was a gun. Okay, so the gun theme is following. And flies have circled back. We will get into the flies. Flies circled back in a way that we've never seen before, never ever seen. in our lives. <laughs> ever in Amityville history. There was another trope that started to come back. Which one? Because at this point, we're not in an Amityville house exactly. We're not following a family, really. I mean, there's a grandma in this, and there's like a granddaughter. They were kind of, honestly, this one more takes after Amityville Asylum than anything. Do you think they're just watching the Amityvilles before now and they're just trying to oh, follow totally. off of the previous one? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what's going on. Because this one feels like a sequel to Asylum, kind of. It's like... I can see that. You inherit a fucking house Her or a playhouse yeah. or whatever. You go in. You're figuring shit out. The only difference this time is that one person is still alive and still there. Like, they didn't inherit the house, but they're going over to check on it. Like, it feels the same. You know what this is? This it's feels a sequel like... To no, oh my God. Theater. This feels like... What? In a weird wraparound way, this feels like Texas Chainsaw 3D. I feel like that one chick, Alexandra or whatever, with the blue eyes, like the really like yeah, vibrant the brown eyes. Hair. I feel like she's gonna show up. She's gonna be like, "Get him, Cuzzo." <laughs> that movie was so fucking bad. You know, I watched that in VR. That's the only full movie that I've ever watched in virtual reality. I remember seeing it in theaters and being like, "Why the fuck did I pay to see this?" I saw it in theaters with my buddy Dylan, I believe, and we just walked out so pissed. We were like, "Okay, so okay, okay, buddy." <laughs> So bad. Okay, so this one is kind of in the similar vibe of... Oh, and actually it is because in theater, remember after the girl, Fawn? Remember when she gets the keys from like her Wait, you attorney? remember that her name is Fawn? How do you forget Fawn? Oh my um, God, do, you're a do you diehard. When, do you remember when she gets the keys from her attorney and then the attorney immediately calls the mayor and is like, the Amityville girl just picked up the keys. Yes. Same shit happens in this one. But like it's the girl calling the fucking sheriff. She's like so and so's granddaughter. Oh wait, you're talking about F wait. Is Fawn the girl in the most recent Texas Chainsaw? Texas Chainsaw. Wait, what are you talking about? 
Oh, you're talking, about, oh you're talking about Playhouse. Playhouse from Playhouse. So I'm oh, saying this is a I thought you were still similar. talking about Texas Chainsaw 3D for no. a second. I got thrown off. That's why I looked it up and I looked away for a second. I was like, wait, her name was Fawn? Okay, no. Alexandra Daddario is a chick I was talking about, by the way. The chick with the really vibrant okay. eyes in Texas Chainsaw 3D. Okay, move on. I, okay. I'm following now. This one is taking after the last one because they 100%. literally do the same exact thing. The lady calls. She's like, so-and-so's daughter just came here said she's headed to Oh, Amityville. you're right, because the gas station chick does the exact same. You're right. It is yes. 100% following the events of the last Amityville, and that's ridiculous. The fact that you would follow the events of the last Amityville and not like... Honestly, I feel like they should even just do the thing that's popular now, requels, you know, like where you just ignore right. every other Amityville, but you go off the first one. That would make the most sense for the Amityville series. At this point, it honestly would. Because you can't follow the story anymore. People have fucked this story so royally that it's gone like it's it's gone dude but the sheriff is just like so like not interested in like what this lady's saying that's his ex-wife right or is that his current wife i didn't really pick up on that but i that would make sense what doesn't make sense to me is the sheriff's like co-worker like his cop comes in and like puts in the fucking vhs cassette right of the footage of those kids going to the amityville house right so then why did she call them and say they're going to the amity like what that doesn't make any sense the kids are going to the Amityville house, yet he has footage of them being at the Amityville house? They do that like seven times where someone will say something to the sheriff, and they'll fully explain it, or they'll do an action or something like that, and you're like, okay, yeah, this has been solved. And then he'll be like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> because like so many times, like his wife calls or something, and his buddy, that sheriff, his like sheriff buddy or whatever, is a cop friend, whatever. He'll look at him and he'll go, oh, your wife wants this, that, and that, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, I don't want to talk to her. And then he gets her on the phone and then she'll just repeat the same thing that he said to him. This was so confusing. I was like, so he's watching old footage of kids that died in Amityville? Or like, is this happening right now? I don't even know what year this takes place in, to be completely fair. No. So he starts watching this footage and then the footage turns into real life. And now we're following these kids that are headed to the Amityville house. Okay, because you're talking about the found footage aspect of it, right? Right. How it looks like it's going to be Amityville haunting for a second yes yeah 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 because that like doesn't make sense he pops that into the into the vhs in his office oh i know okay so i get what you're saying that was like a real-time thing he was doing where it seemed like he was popping that in real time yes. before all the events transpired yeah you this movie is out of order it's fucking That's what out I'm saying. Of, it doesn't it make is any completely sense. out of order just like fucking peter rodtail are all of this dude's movies completely out of order <laughs> we just we just unlocked it we are unlocked you fucking it. kidding me Yes, because now that I remember that happening, but I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And I thought it happens it was... again at the end. At the yes. end, he pops it back in. And that makes sense. But him popping it in the beginning makes zero sense. Sorry, he doesn't pop it back in. She calls him again and says the same thing. And then the girl's there at her place instead. And she's like a demon. Oh, yeah, because I think they're just kind of like playing the tapes of it. They're, he's not even looking at them again. They're just playing right. it like it, like as, as if we're watching a documentary. Right, but then the documentary is the house that he went to in real time. That's why it's like, this makes no sense like how do you already have this footage of people that are dying in real time all right we got to send this episode to the horror show because we just came to the same realization real time (laughs) you know what i mean though like how do you that doesn't make any sense no of course it doesn't yeah because he was supposed to be like going to the house to save them yet he has footage of them well we gotta just move on from that this movie's fucking People are probably so confused. They're probably like, what is going on? If you watch the movie, you would uh, you would understand. Yeah, it's hard to follow. So this is when I realized that this was the most Amityville, Amityville movie ever because we get the actual POV from a fly. We do. We, we start to just hear the buzz like we do, like zzz, and then you're like. But then we're in the world of a fly. 
How incredible! It's is basically that? the the movie The Fly for like five seconds. Yeah, I felt like I was Jeff Goldblum for a minute. I was like, yeah. oh, okay, this is a Jeff Goldblum introspective. I'm I'm following. So unnecessary, and they never revisited the flies. No, they did. When? Yeah, you missed the fly revisit. That's one of my favorite moments in cinematic history. Yeah, I miss this. Okay. I checked out for parts of this for sure. Oh, you should not have. It was one of the greatest things I've ever <laughs> seen. But they also acknowledge the fact that there is an Amityville house pretty early on. They're like, hey, Amityville. They do. So, I mean, at least that's a little more Amityville than some of the other ones. It, it is. And the house actually looks kind of like the original Amityville. I mean, it's not a real house. It's like, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, uh what did I say earlier? It's clip art. Yeah. But, but, the, but. Main girl, <laughs> the main girl in the family, or the main girl in the, like the trip of like young people headed to this, they're actually just headed to like a cabin out in the woods on the east coast and she's like well we have to stop at my grandma's house because i have to check on her she's not doing so well i hope you guys don't mind and her grandma lives in the amityville house so they're making a pit stop at the amityville house so that's where the movie really picks up is like they wait were they just gonna make a pit stop there you know you're right you're right they were talking about that but they abandoned that part of the plot so fast so fast yeah she's like i hope you guys don't mind you're right i forgot they had a different destination i thought this was like asylum where they were like no we're gonna go hang out at this fucking place playhouse for like three days no and this is why i i even thought to myself at one point it's like this is giving me don't blink vibes how they're like headed into the middle of the wilderness in the snow and then they all start breaking up at some point and just like disappearing so you know what's so weird i didn't feel like that with this movie but i just recorded werewolves within with james yesterday yeah and when i was watching that i almost brought it up to him and i wish i did now just because you said that in this moment but i didn't say it in the episode but i was like I feel like I'm watching Don't Blink right now, but I haven't felt that way since, like, what? That was episode 70-something, I think. Yeah, yeah, it was a while ago. Holy shit, dude, Don't Blink. I kind of want to go back and watch Don't Blink I miss Don't Blink. (laughs) We should watch Don't Blink, like, maybe just casually while we're, like, hanging out. Just be like, all right, let's revisit (laughs) this. We'll be, like, drinking or something, and, like, we'll just, we'll toss Don't Blink on. It's kind of fucking hilarious. I might rate it higher (laughs) if we watch it again. (laughs) Me too. Now that we've seen this dog shit, I'm like, oh, Don't Blink's like a Not even just this, just, like, everything else I've been through since Don't Blink. Because, honestly, like, I didn't realize that it was that long ago, but when I started thinking about it yesterday, I realized that Don't Blink is more than half of like the podcast that I've done. Yeah, because that was the first episode I did with you. That was the first episode was that the first? I did with you. No. Yeah, because that was, that was my pick. Yeah. I picked a movie and I was like, let's do this fucking dog shit movie. It was Don't Blink. That was the first one you did with me? That's so crazy. That's actually yeah. kind of nostalgic. That, uh, oh. Yeah. Oh. Don't Blink. Oh. Oh. Everything's wrapping us. around. All right. Covering every on. fucking Amityville. <laughs> okay, so they make a pit stop at the grandma's Doing house. Doing a 72-hour Amityville stream. Look at us. It's not happening. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So they get to the grandma's house, which is the Amityville house, and they immediately, to Caleb's point, just like abandon their fucking plan. Immediately. Because she goes, oh, my grandma's sick. She looks like toilet paper. I guess we have to hang out for a while. 
But she hasn't even seen her grandma yet. Like, there's so many rooms in this house. She's trying to, like, find which one her grandma's in. Before they even get there, when they talk to the gas station attendee that we were talking about earlier, she basically goes, oh, wait, the Raymonds? I think that bitch is dead. I haven't seen her in, like, a month. Oh, yeah, she's like, we literally haven't seen her for, like, a month. And she doesn't really even think much of it. And then when they're driving away, too, I just got to mention this real fast. Please tell me you saw this. When they're driving away, that gas station attendee is, like, standing in their side view mirror. And it's like, you know how a side view mirror says objects in mirror may be closer than they appear? She was zoomed in that bitch. Like, she was the full, like... I did not notice this. You know the effect in the early 2000s where you have, like, a side view mirror and the person's right in it in, like, a music video or something? And they're, like, a parent in it? like a parent in it, we had, like, 480p at the time. So, like, if you were any farther, you couldn't tell who the person was. So you had to be right in there. (laughs) It was that effect, dude, because she was in the mirror. I did not see it. I did not see it. That is when I was, like, a little more okay with everything that was happening. Because I was like, if you're going to do shit like this, I'm going to laugh every fucking time <laughs> i will skip back just to watch that part give yeah, it was like it was an like a 2000 like five music video i will definitely skip back just to watch that part it needs <laughs> to be so seen. fucking funny that's hilarious um and that's when like they leave and we talked about it a little bit but some dude is in a truck that's trying to like run them off the road quote unquote but can we just like I just really want to discuss how every time that truck hit the car it was just like a a video FX like shaking effect with the car and it was like a yeah. boom kind of like soundboard <laughs> so bad you're gonna notice that in Peter Rotten Tale where they just use like weird shakes and like weird transitions like ridiculous sound effects it's like shit that happened like when people are first figuring out how digital editing works it's like they filmed it in one of those members like cardboard cars you'd play in a cardboard box yeah this was shot on a cardboard box 100 percent. wait are you talking about like when someone makes a car out of a cardboard box and it pulls up and they're like hey dude this is my ride yeah and they have like the fake wheels and steering (laughs) wheel and it's like three kids in it and you all have to move it it's like an ed ed and eddie skit that's exactly what this reminded me of oh fuck dude i'm gonna puke (laughs) yeah this we haven't even gotten to the fucking grandma yet and the puke there's actual puke in this are you talking about the hand? The hand. Oh, fuck. Maybe we're talking about different things because I saw puke as a different thing in this. If you're not if you're not catching no. the hand. No, no, I'm missing something. <laughs> okay, so on their way to the town of Amityville, they come across a girl whose car is broke down on the side of the road. And we'll discuss that conversation in a moment. Like, they're just... <sighs> but, okay, what I'm really worried about is how dude fixed her car with antifreeze and then he told her i fixed it but you should stop by the next gas station and have them check it out the gas station the gas station's gonna check your car out who where you're talking about the dude that's selling fucking dutches at the fucking front counter and taking ten dollars for fucking pump three not the bitch that was in the rearview mirror not her at all she was at like a craft shop i don't know what type of gas stations they have out there Dude, I, I swear to God that she was selling insurance. <laughs> like, I had no I'm idea where she was. I'm if I pulled into a gas station in Chicago and I asked them if they could fix my car, I might get shot. Like, I'm not- I was literally just going to say they might murder you on the spot <laughs> they immediately. They might kill me. Because they would be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Are you trying to fuck with me? Like, Or they just steal my car. They'd be like, yeah, 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 we got it. <laughs> like, what are you talking about, dude? There's no fucking... <sighs> Imagine going to any gas station anywhere. Like, even if you're going to, like, a state where, like, they self-serve you, like, and, like, pump your gas and shit. If you go up to a gas station attendee and you're like, 
hey, can you check out my car, see if it's good? Some dude on the side of the road just put antifreeze in it. They're probably going to beat your ass. The only thing you're, they're good for is tire or air in your tires. Yeah, and they're not going to do that for you either. You're going to have yeah, to do that you yourself. Have to do it. <laughs> there's literally been there's literally been so many times where like my tire's been low or like I'm near a flat. I've had to go to a fucking gas station in Chicagoland. I get there and the fucking pumps aren't working. They're air pumps, and I'm like, oh, your pumps aren't working. They're like, okay, and <laughs> like they could give a fuck less. You want to know something? Anytime I've ever been to a gas station where my air has been low on my tires and I've tried to use their pump. I have never in my life found a working pump. Not one time. Really? And every single time they've told me to fuck off. I found quite a few, but in the event that I've been to some and they haven't, they're like, go fuck yourself. Cam, I've never found one. I'm not kidding. <laughs> like, I'm pretty good about, like, you know, checking my tires and whatnot, blah, blah, blah. But, like, there's yeah. been a handful of times or, like, maybe right under a handful of times where there's been, like, you know, a nail or, like, something or whatever in my tire, yeah. and I'm like, okay, I got to fill this up to get back home or whatever, get to, like, the fucking tire shop and get this patched or fixed, whatever. And every single time I've went, no air, and they've been like, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> like, I've had to leave and go to actual tire shops that are close to the gas station to be like, hey, can you fill this up? Because all these gas stations are fucked. I've started just to try to find a discount tire nearby because I'm not even like, yes. it's not even worth wasting your time at No, because you're just going to waste more time. You're going to lose yeah. more air going to the fucking gas station. They don't <laughs> even make eye contact with you. They're like, put your mouth up to it. They look like they want to fight you every time. They're like, all right. Totally. Totally. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So as for what she said, she being the chick who's broken down the side of the road, she finds out that they're heading to the Amityville house, and she takes this moment to say, well, it all goes back to the 1700s, but it might as well have been a few days ago for us Amityville people. You see, this woman was killed. A lot of people said she was a witch, and that my family wanted her land. But she was a witch, and I'm going to prove it, and I'm going to clear my family's name. This bitch, and this is the girl with the nose. Or no, she wasn't a witch. Or no, she was a witch. I don't, it was kind of confusing because usually wasn't. it's the opposite. Well, I mean, it, it's it, it wasn't clear. I guess it, they made it seem like she wasn't a witch and she was wrongfully killed and she was seeking her vengeance. She wanted to prove that she wasn't one, right? Exactly. Okay. It's like it was literally at the opening of Hocus Pocus, except for Hocus Pocus is way better. Okay. Yes. One hundred. I don't agree with the second part. They, but... even, they even had the Book of the Dead, and I was like, Are they just copying Hocus Pocus right now? They're co no. That was the Necronomicon, dude. It was. You're right. It really was. That was one hundred percent through and through. They got a fucking Evil a prop of the Necronomicon. I can't even say it. Necronomicon. I just say Evil Dead. The Evil Dead. Oh, um, fuck. So, yeah, she wants to prove that they're not a witch. So, for some reason, we start to focus on her for, like, the next five minutes. She's just sitting on the side of the road. There's an actual sticker art ghost or clip art ghost following her in the forest. And really, I couldn't figure out what wrong. was going on with her. Like, I don't know if a ghost was after her, if there was a fucking werewolf, if it was a witch demon. But it turns out her dog got possessed and killed her. I think it was, I think it was the witch spirit because she was after that girl's family remember she was seeking the vengeance so i think yeah. we're, i think we're supposed to believe it was her, abigail from the beginning yeah yeah that's, that's fine <laughs> so so, <sighs> so the gang gets to the house and i might have laughed harder than i've ever laughed before at the reveal of the grandma because i was like <gasps> first grandma. off the grandma dude that was like that took a turn that took a turn there's no way she's alive there's no way Kim, she's my my note right here is how is she alive? Divinity. I haven't moved for I two haven't weeks. moved since Saturday. <laughs> 
Her ha- her hair is covered in cobwebs. Like I'm not kidding. Yes. Her hair is literally no, covered in yeah, cobwebs. It's when people use a glue stick, like a hot glue stick, to make webs. Yes. But here's the best part, guys. The granddaughter walks in and doesn't look phased at all. She's like, "Hi, Grandma." <laughs> It's it's Thanksgiving vibes when like when fucking Kirstie walks in the room and she's like, hey, dad, you get a haircut? And Turkey's like, yeah, I'm like, is this what your grandma always looks like, sweetie? Or but not only that, if you listen to grandma's voice, you could tell they just grabbed a 20 year old and put paper mache all over her face. 100 percent paper mache. And she's like, Cause Kim, honestly, you saying that she has gashes on her face is giving them credit. Like she had boils at best. Yeah, you're right. And it was literally like paper mache, paper mache all over her face. And her hair was just like Edward Scissorhands. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, but this this is the part you missed. There were flies in the fridge, dude. She walks over to the fridge oh, to try to find food for her grandma. Right. Yes, thank you you're for remembering right. that. Thank you. You're right. CGI flies, like there's just, they don't look like flies. It's just like, it looks like fireflies, if anything. Black fireflies. What does she say? Doesn't she kind of give it like a, oh, grandma, I think you need to go to the grocery store. Like, she's acting like this is like normal. Everything that happens in the movie, they act like is normal. Well, and the house is like clearly abandoned. Like, the grandma's sleeping in like pretty much a cave at this point with like a bed in the corner. Yes. (laughs) Have you seen that clip of the lady who's like a hoarder? She's like the eight-year-old lady. She's like pinned in like all those boxes in her house and they open up the door and she's like, hey! (laughs) Probably because I watch hoarders pretty often. That's what I thought of when she opened the the door. That sounds like every episode of Hoarders, not going to lie. Yeah, the grandma looked rough, needless to say. They always look like like little vampires in the corner that are getting like exposed to sunlight. <laughs> They're like, ah. They do. And also, why is Tiffany so worried about the weird jars in the basement when her grandma is literally Reagan? I don't know. She's like, oh, grandma, you got some teeth in your basement. That's so weird. I'm like, oh, but not the fact that your grandma's dead upstairs. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of Little Red Riding Hood. You know how in the book she like goes in the house and it's the werewolf dressed up as the grandma and she's acting like, oh, grandma, you look a little bit different. I'm like, this is literally the same exact shit that's Oh, happening. grandma, you're so hairy. <laughs> right. It's like, bitch, your grandma is dead. Dead. She's dead. She's fucking dead. And then after she finds these jars and shit, she leaves the basement and we see a silhouette of death. Like, it's literally just death, yeah. <laughs> like, vibing through the basement. And also, another exorcist, like, Reagan number two, is just hanging out in the backyard. This is where I I really, like, checked out. Because I was, like, I was so confused. I was, like, is that the grandma or is this someone else? Because it looks like the same person. Her hair is just slightly it more does. brownish. So is she the one that pukes the caramel or is it the grandma? Now I'm second guessing. The car is that at the end, maybe? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, it's at the very end. I, that's her. That's Reagan number two. That's what I refer to her as because she's the one okay, that looks a okay. little more like that's Reagan. The other one is Grandma Reagan, I guess. Older I Reagan. Grandma, Grandma Reagan. So fucking Tiffany. I thought her name was Florence for the longest time. Florence? Why Florence? I feel like someone else might have been named Florence in this, but I'm not I, I'm not 100% sure on that. But for so long, I thought her name was Florence. It's Tiffany. That's the main chick. That's the granddaughter. She goes into Tiffany her grandma's Florence. room to try and feed her a bowl of frozen chopped up vegetables and hot dog water broth. And she throws away a bunch of her magazines and newspapers. And then she just casually finds the, Nepro- the Necronomicon. She's like, hey, grandma, did you get this at a yard sale? Oh, silly grandma. And Grandma's just like, you stupid bitch. You dumb bitch, put my book back or I'll fucking give you one. 
maybe I'm an asshole, but no offense. Like, if you needed, like, like all, pa- like, all due respect and totally understand if you need to be, like, your grandma's hospice. But, like, maybe not go on the trip with us then. Like, what what did she expect everybody else to be doing during this time while she literally took care of her grandma who's on bed rest? I think she assumed that her, it seemed to be the case was, like, she assumed her grandma wasn't on bed rest. I don't know. Florence is an idiot. It, she, it, look, she's not. Florence isn't smart, but like, I think I'd that's like, what was Florence, happening. I'd be like, Florence, we're going to the cabin. Fuck you and fuck your grandma. You can take an Uber there. <laughs> this movie doesn't make sense. They somehow f- recorded some shit when they got there. Like, we never see anyone with a camera, but they recorded themselves, like, I think messing yes, with some water or something like that. Yeah, like 10 minutes prior. Well, that's prior. how we get the found footage. Yes, the, the, the camera second gets time left. we get found footage. Yeah, it doesn't... <laughs> They look at this video, and Reagan number two is fully standing in the middle of the room, like, on demon mode. And then one dude goes, hey, who's that chick? And then the other chick is like, oh, who cares? And they move on. <laughs> I respect so it. so stupid. I respect it. I At least they're aware, you know? Like, I feel like I like this more than some of the other Amityville movies, because, like, you know they're aware as fuck of what they're doing. I mean, like, I already know Mark Polonia is aware, but for someone who doesn't yeah. know, like, there's shit, but, like, you know, I'll give credit where credit is due. Well, this is where Florence. No, no, no. Fuck all of that, Kim. This is where Ernest is fishing. I don't know what you're talking about. Kim, Ernest fishing? This is when I start talking about the sheriff, like in my notes. I don't know what you're talking about. Dude, this guy's fishing. The sheriff pulls up and he's like, hey, so what's going on? You heard anything about these girls? He's like, yeah, I think I saw some college kids in a van heading over to the Amityville house, which also so specific. That's insane. Oh, right, 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 right. I do remember. This is coming back to Yeah, and he's like, how's it going? Uh, You fishing or hardly fishing? And he's like, oh, you know, something's disturbing the water. And I swear to God, it was a shark, but I have no way of knowing what it was or what I saw. But also just knowing Mark Polonia, I just want to assume uh, that shark. it's a shark. It's yeah. a shark. The only reason I'm even mentioning this is because he drinks a bottle of beer and there's nothing in the bottle. Like he's fake <laughs> drinking beer and it's making drinking sounds. Chugging sounds, really. What? I need to go back and watch that. No. It, I, it honestly looked like there was a stopper in the beer to stop fluids from going in there. I wasn't entirely sure, but it was insane. And then they just made the sounds behind it. Yes. Like, just drink some, put water in it. I need to go back and watch that scene. And then, finally, he gets sucked into the water. Okay, we didn't even mention the fact that there's a dungeon master narrating the movie. And it's not the same dude who was narrating the movie in the beginning. It's not Eric. It's a different Dungeon Master? <laughs> Dude, that was just the voice in the beginning. He's not in the whole movie. The Dungeon Master is a completely different person narrating the entire movie. The dude that's wearing like that no The dude that's wearing so that little getup with like the metal yeah. like like yeah, chain like shit. chain link looking yeah. mask, that's not the same person that narrated for 30 seconds at the beginning. See, that's a completely I th- I different thought it person. was the same person. No. Oh, okay. No, no, no. See, that's confusing. The only reason that narration is in the beginning is so that they would have a semi-notable actor in the role so that they could try to get some notoriety. And that's why I'm like, damn, you still got 55 reviews that or whatever it was. That is fucking wild. That is fucking wild. I see. Interesting. So when this dungeon master pops up, he goes, and then his icy soul was frozen for all eternity. And I'm like, dude, that's not how sayings work. Like, you can't say his icy soul was frozen. Icy means frozen. It's like you know when someone says like soul. I'm a, I'm gonna cool his his hot soul with a with a fucking splash of water like it's stupid as fuck but it's like you know what I get it it's fine I get you don't it. you it don't cure ice with ice <laughs> just let him be okay 
Maybe it's a part of his jingle. It's like when an ice Pokemon is fighting an ice Pokemon and it uses an ice move. It's like, okay, it's not going to work. You know, it's not very effective. Who's your favorite Pokemon? My favorite? That's very hard. But like, I really, I really love Jirachi just because the Jirachi Wishmaster movie was like a really feelsy movie when I was younger because there was a lot of like, uh, just like, you know, this kid who felt alone and whatnot in the world and was like, oh, you know, I found friend in this thing. It's a Pokemon. I was like, you know, I, I wanted to be friends with Pokemon, but I couldn't. Um, yeah. So I vibe oh, with yeah. that a lot. But I don't know. There's a lot of Pokemon. Like also the Entei, uh, the Jirachi Wish, or no, no, no. Jirachi Wishmaker was with uh, um, the fake Groudon and then the Jirachi. But um, the third movie, I don't remember the name of it. It's like the Crystal King, something in the, I think it's Entei in the Crystal Kingdom. But that's the one with Entei. And also, I vibe with that a lot because it was also like a really fucking sad story and this, that. Honestly, if I think about a lot of the Pokemon stories, they're like really emotional. And like like the no, first seven like or eight. I favorite Pokemon character. I know. I'm just, I'm going off on a tangent because I don't know Fuck how to give you stories. my. your stories. But I don't know if I can give you a favorite Pokemon. That's really hard. I remember sprinting home from the bus um, and watching Pokemon after school. Dude, same. Like, and, I was like Digimon. so addicted. Digimon and Pokemon. I never got into Digimon. Never oh, did. Oh, Digimon had such a good song. I think I was just too addicted fire. to Pokemon that I was like, no, nah, don't fucking try to rain on my parade. Digimon was just different. It was just different. And I got that from a lot of people after because I had a good friend. Uh, still, I mean, still a good friend, but like he's really into Digimon. And I was like, I don't really get it. But then when he told me, like, you know, it's like, yeah, it's different. I was like, okay, okay, yeah. Digimon, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, all that shit. I was more on the Naruto side of things. I like watch Dragon Ball mm. occasionally, but I wasn't big on Dragon Ball. I was big on Naruto. Anyways, not for that tangent. Um, so, okay, so we're, we're kind of skipping. We're kind of skipping the part that Tiffany brings that book back to the group of people and they're looking through it we're not really skipping that because we can skip that happening right there and we'll still get to that i mean yeah i guess the whole movie's out of order so it doesn't matter so they read the witch ne necronomicon that's my next note you see what <laughs> i'm do. saying you get right back to it without having to mention that <sighs> and it tells us that there's a witch's cake and she says it's baked from the urine of afflicted girls in salem plus ryan wheat so stupid so there's no story progression here. Um, it's more like Chad playing guitar progression, if you know what I mean. Chad playing guitar progression. His he's name Chad. isn't Chad, but like the dude with the beanie. Oh, okay. When he just start, he's he's not playing Wonderwall, but for all intents and purposes, he's playing Wonderwall. He's playing Wonderwall, and I'm fucking here for it. And then like Reagan's granddaughter is kind of just looking off into the distance, Tiffany, while thoughts of witches plague her. <laughs> Literally. And what's the the girl that they picked up on the side of the road? What's her name? Uh, dead? I don't know. She like scratches her finger on the book and is like, "Ow!" No, that's not her. that's not the girl that picked up on the side of the road. That's just one of the dude's girlfriends. Oh. The dude, the the girl that was on the side of the road, she's dead. I thought she came with them. No, dude, that's is <laughs> this isn't Texas Chainsaw. She's dead. I'm just this is this happens no, for Kim, avid listeners who listen. You know what I'm checking fair. out a movie. I start blending sc screenplays together. To be fair, those two girls kind of look the same. Yes, that's. I think that's what's really. They're dirty. both like really thin brunettes with like really long straight hair, straight bangs, et cetera, et cetera. Like they look very similar. Okay, well, never mind. I guess this guy's girlfriend cuts her finger on the book and is like, "It's making me bleed." And I guess that's supposed to mean that it's evil, even though it's probably just old shitty paper. I don't even remember that, but I think I vaguely like remember something at, like that esque happening. But I don't remember. But yeah, that makes sense because to what happens later with the hand. Anyway, 
Oh, God. They go into the forest, and Tiffany sees, like, a bunch of, like, really, like, I guess some Blair Witch shit, I'm going to call it. Like, some weird shit going on in the forest. And then she walks mm-hmm. back to her boyfriend. Her boyfriend's like, what's wrong? She's like, nothing. There's just some old bones and skin meat out there. I guess it just freaked me out. I'm like, you guess? What are you talking about? If I saw old bones and fucking skin meat hanging on the side, I'm like, so Leatherface is here. Yeah, I'd be gone in a heartbeat. What are you fucking talking about? I guess it just freaked me out. Yeah, it freaked me out. I'm terrified. Okay, but she also stared at her fucking grandma's paper mache face and thought that that was acceptable. The reason I like this movie a little more is because I feel like I started to go by Thanksgiving rules. The only reason I fell off more is because I'm like, the pacing is terrible. We didn't even mention the fact this is the shortest Amityville ever. Like, it has an hour 15 full runtime, but I think if you mm-hmm. take off the beginning three minute credits and you take off the end credits, which are probably like seven, eight minutes, you lose like 11 minutes of movie. This is probably an hour and three minutes of movie. And I swore to God, Kim, I was watching this for three hours. Yeah, we've it said drags. this before, but holy fuck, this was very slow. It drags, and for the ones we've said it before, those ones were an hour to like an hour and fifty. So this one is like really bad because it's the shortest. Well, an hour one. thirty to an hour fifty. You mean? Yeah. What did I say? An hour to an hour fifty. Oh, yeah, yeah, hour hour and a half to an hour 50. But this was the shortest one we've had, and it feels I think so ever. Long. I think out of all the 14 Amityvilles we've done, this is the shortest. Totally. And there was one. I don't know if it feels like the longest. I think Asylum felt longer than this. I was going to say Asylum's felt really long, but Asylum, yeah. I want to say, was like an hour and 40 or something a little bit longer than I'd want it to be. I think Asylum was like an hour 50, dude. Yeah, Asylum took a while. I had to watch it in two parts. Yeah, it was it it drug. But this one's like really, really painful. So right now, Tiffany proceeds to tell a story about her mom wasn't home one day. So she made a sandwich and then answered the phone. And then she had a conversation with her grandpa. I'm not kidding. That's a real time, real thing that happened. Mm -hmm. She actually does. And then she finally moves on with the story. She goes, well, my grandpa said that summer's over and to stay away from the farm. And then she goes, I think him saying summer's over was like a warning. And me, I go, wait, 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 Not him saying, don't come to the farm? That's not the warning? Oblivious. Oblivious. But, I mean, we should stop, like, talking about how oblivious this girl is, because I feel like if we keep going, people are going to be like, oh, you don't fucking get that they know what they were doing, blah, 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 you goddamn idiots. You know, it's because, like, look, I get it. I guess she's a very oblivious character. They wrote her that way. Like, obviously, it's on purpose. But, you know, I'm still going to sh- I'm still gonna shit on it. It's bad. It's bad on purpose. <laughs> It's like, it's bad, but it's one of those things where it doesn't get so bad where it's good. It kind of is. I think it's more bad than good than, for example, Asylum. But if I'm comparing this to Asylum, it's like, how good is this movie, you know? Totally agree. I actually think now looking back, I think Asylum's like not bad watching this. No, I like this more than Asylum for sure. No, uh... I do. You're confusing things. I don't know. Maybe we'll put that in the 72 hours. Do you remember stream. when the asylum guy was like, I'm a fucking medical professional and popped his fucking collar and was he like, I'll love collar. it. You'll love it. Suck my dick. Asylum was kind of funny. And they told her to lay off the crack pipe lady. There was a lot of good. And then the guy was like, my dick's going to break through this wall. Okay, Come you're right. On. When you put all that Asylum in perspective, is better. but there is a lot of good stuff like that in this moment too. Like when we get to the end, the end is kind of crazy. I like the ending of this movie. I knew you would like the fucking end. I was so checked out. Look, I liked the beginning of the end and kind of the middle of the end, not the end end, but okay. you know, I like parts of it. Okay, what's been your favorite? I was going to wait till the end, but fuck it. What's been your favorite Amityville ending so far? I think I already know. 
ending? I don't yeah. know. I can't remember the endings, honestly. I thought you were going to say 3D with the fish fly man in the basement. That is the ending. Monster. That's it, What's funny is that that's the first thing that came to mind right now, but I wasn't sure if that was like the end end and if it would count. Yeah. That was the end. He like came out of the well and then the house like exploded. What was the end of two? Oh, wait. The house did explode. That's pretty funny. The house exploded in like four of them in a row. You're right. I mean, that happened in a lot of them, but that one was like a lizard breathing fire through a well and then it exploded. Wait, what happened at the end of two, though? That's what I'm trying to remember. I feel like I really like the end of two. Or was two the, the fish man? No, no, that's 3D because two that was, was the incest yeah, brother. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I, I know, know the dad. Didn't the dad just like come out and like see? Because if you asked me like my favorite Amityville, I might be able to tell you that. But ending, I don't know. I'd have to really think about the endings. Like you'd have to give me like some time to prepare on that question. Honestly, <laughs> I like it's about time. What was the ending, dude? I remember the like movies and Fuck, the general. Now I'm blinking. Like, yeah, I remember the general story of like all the Amityvilles at this point. But if you're asking me the endings of them, no, I don't remember that. Damn. The conclusions of every one of these has been pretty terrible. I can say that. Like, Oh, yeah. Okay, what's been your... F- okay, let's save that one to the end. Let's keep going. No, it's okay. You, you brought up now. What's been my favorite Amityville? <laughs> I love when you do the elementary school teacher. You're like, it's okay, Kim. Go ahead. <laughs> um, <laughs> There's no such thing as a stupid question. Thank you. Um, what's been your favorite Amityville so far? Of the 14... Off the top of my head, I want to say two. Yeah, you loved two. You loved that incest. and Two was just so ridiculous, and it was like, it's the first Amityville after the original, and it immediately kicked off just being so over the top, so fucking weird. It had some crazy practical effects. I think... I think two has been my favorite. Like, if I'm... I'm looking at all my letterbox reviews right now, and so far, that has the highest rating of all of them. Yeah, I I rated two, I rated two higher than every other Amityville that we've covered. Yeah, two's my favorite. I'm pretty sure that the horror show talked about that and they loved two, and I was like, oh, fuck. Really? Is that true? I'm pretty sure I was listening to an episode of the horror show. I don't. Damn, this is the horror show episode. I'm just gonna name this episode the horror show. Fuck it. It was a horror show episode. I don't remember which one, and they were talking about Amityville one and two, and then they're like, two so much fucking better. I think it was Joe who's like, two so much fucking better. It is. It's way better. I would say my favorite's Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> no, nah, that's bullshit. And then It's About Time's a close second. It's About Time is my second favorite for sure. And probably like a new generation would be pretty close. Or no, is that the name of the Texas Chainsaw one? Oh, it's like No, no, no. It no, was it's a new, new generation. generation. The mirror one? The mirror that's one? The, yeah. That is the same name as a Texas Chainsaw one. Yeah, that's the same yeah. name as the Oh no, the next generation. Yeah. That's the Texas Chainsaw the with Nexus. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Yeah, the new generation was funny because they had a plot twist that kind of threw us. That one was pretty crazy, you know? Like, we I like, like that okay. one. okay. It's About Time okay. is the one that I need to rewatch, though, remember? Because remember when we did It's About Time, I was setting up all the podcast stuff and we were kind of on oh, a time right, constraint right. and everyone else was watching it and I was yelling at James from the other side of the room while I was setting stuff right. up to, like, write down certain notes. So that one was chaotic. I didn't fully yeah. watch it. Like, I watched it and I had a great time, but, like, you know, I didn't, like, sit down and pay attention 100%. Yeah, that's a good one. The old lady getting killed at the end by that truck. I could actually say that the It's About Time is the only Amityville that I haven't adamantly watched. I want to rewatch it. Yeah, you need to. That one's worth it. Okay, so anyway, we got to move on or this episode's going to be way too yeah. fucking long. So the sheriff, who, by the way, has a police jeep. Police jeep. I don't remember his police jeep, but I trust he him. He has a jeep with a blue light on it. I love that. 
It's kind of badass, actually. Well, anyway, he finds the chick's car <laughs> from earlier, the chick who was, like, broken down on the side of the road that got some yeah. antifreeze poured in it by fucking whatever his name is. He knows her specifically. He knows her car. He finds it running with the door open, and then he goes on his radio, I don't want to look for her tonight, specifically. He goes, I don't want to look for her tonight. So I'm like, wait, so you might another night? Isn't the first night where someone's missing where you have to look? And then he goes... Plus, it might not even be her car. I'm like, you went on the radio to say this is her car. But here's my thing. Who the fuck is he radioing to? Because he's the only person in the police station. No, dude. His, his <laughs> is assistant. Is it his wife? His assistant, his wife? dude, remember? No, the dude we talked yeah, about I... earlier that keeps sending. There is one other person working at this police station. I'm being sarcastic. Look, he has <laughs> a like team. There's, there's no dispatch. It's just his one guy. Kim, and not only that, he looks off into the forest and he sees her severed arm on the ground and then he goes, nah, I'll worry about it later and he leaves. Yeah, he's like, I'll deal with this another time. Which isn't necessarily off base with probably some people. That's so fucking funny, dude. He does not give a shit. Okay, and then we go back to the gang and one of them says, I don't remember like what the conversation was. It's something about, you know, the witch trials and blah, blah, blah in the past. But he goes, I guess a witch was a witch was a witch. Cheers. And they all cheers their beer. It's like, what? So while they're all hanging out around the campfire, a random dude in, um, a what? Oh, dude, I hate iPhones. I tried to write a ghillie suit right here, and it autocorrected to a chill or suit. Okay, what is a ghillie suit, though? A ghillie suit is like, if I'm correct, I could be complete off base, but I think a ghillie suit is like the military s thing. I feel like ghillie is like when you're a sniper, you know, like when you have like the oh, the feathers all around. And I don't think this is exactly a ghillie suit if I have the correct thing. I could be wrong completely. But if I am correct and it is like the sniper kind of like, you know, like camouflage this uniform, I don't think it is exactly that that he's wearing. His is more like just camouflage military kind of thing, but I didn't yeah. know the word for it. So I was like, fuck it, ghillie suit. Ghillie suit. Okay, good to yeah. know. I'm learning. But he walks up. You know the guy I'm talking about, right? He walks up in full yeah. military attire, and he's holding a giant hunting knife. And then he questions why they're there, and they're like, this is my property. My family lives here. And he's like, oh, okay, you're the fucking uh, Andersons or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And then he goes, well, me, I'm a squirrel hunter. And your grandma gave me permission to hunt the squirrels. And then Tiffany goes, I believe you. <laughs> like, no hesitation. She's like, sure. Also, like, why are you hunting squirrels with that big-ass knife? Like, that's not how this works. You don't just, like, jump after the squirrels. He's brutally pouncing on squirrels and stabbing them in the throat. Like, that's crazy. That's also just, like, not possible. <laughs> I mean, even if it is possible, you're a brutal, dude. I don't want you around me if you're doing that. Tackles a squirrel. <laughs> and then he goes, hey, you guys seen any squirrels around here? And then one of the dudes says, no bushy tails around here. So fucking stupid. You know what this kind of reminded me of? It reminded me of in Cabin Fever when Eli Roth comes up to the campfire with his dog. With his fucking goatee. <laughs> and his weed. And he's like, oh, I guess I got to smoke this fat sack of weed all by myself. I, I still can't believe that I didn't recognize that as Eli Roth at first. And I also am just going to say this again because I've only said it on one other episode and I'm never going to live it down. I know there's a Hostel 3 now. I know. Stop emailing me. How did we not... I just think it's so iconic that he said, I got to go back to my tent. It has like $4,000 worth of equipment. <laughs> That's like $4,000. Because that was the budget. And he was filming. I'm sorry. I just love little Easter eggs like that. 
so great. This gave me that vibes, though. That was kind of like a basket case thing where he was like, oh, I got all this money or whatever, and it was like the rest of the budget for the movie. Yeah, literally. Literally. Okay, but let's keep moving on, dude. This episode's going to be way too long. How come every time I think an episode's going to be short, it ends up being longer than any other fucking episode? Because I think we end up going on tangents to, like, overcompensate unintentionally, and then it just, like, progresses. But it's not even overcompensating because I realized I was doing Worlds Within again. I think we just get bored. (laughs) No, no, no. Again, I was doing Worlds Within with James yesterday, and we, I thought we both, like, texted each other. We were like, damn, I don't know if we're going to be able to do this. But then I was like, oh, maybe, because I do feel a lot of ways about it, even though I don't have a lot of notes or whatever. And then we started mm-hmm. talking about it, and we keep going into shit, and we realize we feel a lot about these movies that kind of have nothing. So we talk about how pissed we are about XYZ for, like, 30 minutes, and then we get into it. True. So it's weird, because it's a thing where we're still talking about the movies, but we're going on 30-minute tangent about the movie yeah. before we get into the movie. And I know anyone who listened to the episode right before this is going to hear the same thing, but whatever. Well, and this movie is out of order, so it's just probably... There's no good way for us to narrate it and for you guys to understand what actually is going on because the movie itself doesn't make sense. But anyway, let's try. So when that guy leaves and runs off, Reagan chases him into the forest and jams her thumb into his eyeballs. And I really want to mention the fact that the score that was playing during this, at this point, Kim, because I started watching this on my TV and then I went outside for Mm -hmm. a smoke break because I was hungry. I was trying to suppress my hunger and get through the movie. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go have a cigarette real quick. (laughs) And while I'm like watching it and having my smoke... It's also really hard to watch it while I'm on the phone because Tubi doesn't let you do, like, the thing where your video is still running when you go to, like, do right. a different app. So I go to, like, my phone to take notes and shit, and it made this movie feel even longer than it already felt, which was terrible. It made it last, like, I think I watched this for, like, an two and a half hours minutes. because of that. No, oh, no, like, an extra gosh. hour, hour and a half. It was bad. Fuck It that. was bad. And, um... <laughs> so, when this happened, the score that was playing... It was, like, very indicative of an oven timer. And I almost had to stop my video for a second timer. because I thought I had an alarm going off because it was, like, beep, 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 yeah. beep. And I had to stop for a second, and I realized, this is a score. You're trying to do, like, a Friday the 13th, John Carpenter-esque kind of score, like, slasher score, where it's, like, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, or, like, some, or it's, like, a really slow thing where it's, like, right. bump, bump, bump. right. You know, just something in yeah, that. Yeah, something. Something melodic. like that. But I was like, no, this is the timer for a kitchen's oven. Now that you say that, so I watched this twice. So I watched it a couple weeks ago when we were going to record. And then I rewatched it today because it's like. It's Wait, you watched while. this twice? Let's go! Well, I had to. Fuck it. I fucking hate you. It's not, it's not by choice. It's because your ass, we were supposed to record. Two weeks ago, so I fucking watched it. You know what? You're very right. I, you know what, guys? I'm going to come clean. I'm going to come clean. Kim Bastard. did hit me up. like, And I, won't, I don't think it was two. That was last week. That wasn't two it was weeks like ago. A week, it was like a week and a half ago. Because I watched, I watched it before my vacation. I know that. And that was Okay, maybe you watched ago. it a little bit earlier before we were going to do it. I usually like do like the layout for the notes, and then I watch the movie like same day or something. So I have it in my head still. Okay, so yeah, you're right. You probably watched like a week and a half, two weeks ago. We were supposed to record this a week ago, but uh, or like maybe a week and a half, maybe two weeks. I'll give it to you. I might be Caleb, completely it wrong. It was literally supposed to be two weeks ago. <laughs> so two weeks ago, we were supposed to record, but I've been trying to record with the horror virgin for a while now. Like literally, we've been talking about doing this collab for like the last probably eight months, and our mm-hmm. schedule has just been so bad that we haven't done it. But 
um todd finally hit me up and he was like hey i know this is late notice but like do you want to record leprechaun with me tomorrow and i was like fuck not only have we been trying to do this for eight months but it's also leprechaun and i fucking love leprechaun yeah it's a good one i also feel like the leprechaun episode that i did on horror soup just wasn't that good because it was supposed to be with brie but then i ended up doing it with another brie. friend no yeah. like hate to them whatsoever it was just like you know, it was supposed to be something else, so I wrote notes, like, based off of that, and then the conversation yeah. ended up being very different. Because usually if I'm doing the... If I'm doing my notes, like, I write them the way I write them, but I also, like, I have my guest in mind, usually. So I kind of, like, mm -hmm. write them so I know what we're going to want to talk about, et cetera, et cetera. So it ended up yeah. being weird. And I just want to cover Leprechaun again. So, yeah, I bailed, I bailed on Kim, is what I'm saying. So I had to watch this bullshit twice because, of course, I couldn't remember anything that happened the first time. And I was like, I can't believe I have to fucking do this. So when did you rewatch this again? Today? Today. I had a point here. Uh, that You were going to yell at me for you watching it twice. I think you got to the point. Maybe. I thought I had a point. Oh, it'll come back. Well, that guy runs off, jams her fingers in his fucking, or her thumbs into his eyes. And did you notice that half of the men in the movie have hickeys on their neck? No, I did not. I'm glad. I'm glad I didn't notice that. It could just be a possibility that they're just, you know, like really pale and it like, you know, they have some birthmarks or something that look like right. hickeys. But I was like, I don't know. There's like three guys that I see that look like they have really like distinctive pink marks on their neck. And I was like, I don't know. They're all like look like early 20s, maybe mid to late 20s, like max people. I'm like, they could be nerds that have hickeys on their necks. Could they have not like put makeup over it? I did they not could notice have. that. Yes, they could have. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, kind of forgot. Two random dickheads are walking around the forest. This is what Kim mentioned earlier: the dude with the fucking um air horn and the gun. Mm -hmm. And Reagan chokes one of them out until he bleeds. Like she's choking him till he bleeds, bleeds, and then his head snaps off. And then she catches up with the other one. Two finger grabs him. His uh Adam. She two finger grabs his Adam's apple to death. That would hurt. It would, but it's also so unrealistic, and also. I don't get why Reagan can physically choke people out, but can't be ran over because she's a ghost. Right. Well, Caleb, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to finger your Adam's apple. Oh, okay. What are you going to say now? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. When I see you, I'm going to finger your Adam's apple. Kim. And you better be ready. All right, let's go, baby. Let's <laughs> do it. All right, baby. We're going we're gonna to do it right in the middle of uh, the of, uh, house. Yeah, in the Amityville house. <laughs> Kim, I was talking to James yesterday. I keep mentioning the episode with James yesterday, but we were talking about you a lot. You had such a good time. We were talking about you a lot. Um, I told I James, James that that I'm going to buy the Amityville house. I don't know if it's going to be with you or without you, but if I do buy it, <laughs> you have to move in with me. With or without you? Yeah, like I don't, I don't like it doesn't have to be on like some gay shit or whatever. But like we have I to. I would live. have to move in. You have to. That's, that's the what thing. Ja I that's what James to. said too. Like if I buy the Amityville house. You have to move in. I would have to move in. And here's the thing. Even if, let's say you buy it in like 15 years and I have like a family, I would still have, I would have to move. I would have to relocate my whole family. And we'd have to like base <laughs> our lives around this and like do like vlogs totally. and commentary and like, you know, like go into everything. Job. Like we'd have to be full on Amityville experts. And like, I'm sure the house is big enough that we could live our separate lives in the house too, if we need to, you we know, like live our separate yeah, lives. You know, we can live our separate lives and still just be in the Amityville house. And we'll like get it's to a group home. Yes. Yes. And we'll get together for Amityville based occurrences. <sighs> yeah. We do like theme parties. Exactly. Local theme parties. Maybe we, start we do a make theme it like park. a, we make it like a facility where we can like, 
it's group talk about like your Amityville experience and people can come and talk to us. And then we give tours. I'm really trying to buy the Amityville house. That's my overall goal with everything. We need to find out the family that lives there and negotiate. We need to put down a serious offer. Yeah, like really just like be in contact with them for a while. So when they do plan on selling, like be like, hey, hit us up. We're going to get this. One of you Patreons donate a huge lump sum of money. A crazy amount of money so we could do it. And we, I swear to God, we will do daily Amityville content. Yeah, we will. We will. We will. (laughs) Okay, so where's Grandma? Once they get in uh, the book, Grandma completely forgot about it. Like, like they not only did Grandma forget that they grabbed the book, but we Mm. forget that Grandma is even a part of the movie. She's gone for an hour. She's just yeah, she's just gone in her little cave. (laughs) And then Tiffany starts to dream, and she dreams about witch beheadings and like everyone wearing those full body cult robes I was talking about earlier. And then she finally decides to check on her grandma. And I'm like, every fucking time I write something down where I'm like, where did this character go? They find her. They find them again. They're like, okay, here you are. Because they forgot themselves. Yeah, they forget. They're like, they oh, remember- shit, we wrote the grandma in. Yeah, because they remember around the same time that I remember. They're like, oh, shit, this this character, okay. She has paper mache on her face. We got to check on her. And when they check on her, when Tiffany checks on her, she walks in the room, and Reagan number two is just standing next to her. And then grandma's like, I'm done with my vessel. And then Reagan number two looks at the camera and then, like, snaps her neck, which also maybe snaps grandma's neck. I don't really know. But did you notice yeah. in the close-up of Reagan number two that her face is just filled with paper towels? Yes. Oh, absolutely. That's why I was like, what? What is going on? Bounty. It's literally filled with paper towels. Bounty. <laughs> Why did you take the words out of my mouth? I literally almost look like they ripped Bounty and, like, pasted. Makes no sense. I thought I was watching a Bounty commercial. The quicker picker-upper. The quick, yeah. And then the other female friend wakes up hot, quote-unquote. She's like, it's really hot in here, and her hand is filled with vomit. That's what I was talking about in the beginning. Oh. Yep. Okay, I was talking about Reagan's, like, when they stab her and she, like, pukes out. It was caramel? It looked a little red. Do you think it was just dyed caramel syrup? I think it was like, well, it was two different substances. There was red coming out, but then there was like the caramel coming out. I think you're, okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay. And it was, it was I don't know what that was supposed to be. So this is when Beanie Friend gets possessed by looking at a small well of water, which by the way, it did spawn a cool scene of where like the scene cuts between the dude's face and the vat of water about 50 times over and over again. It's like, boom, 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 It's supposed to be a well, and you guys, it's literally like a dish. Like one of the- Shout out to Amityville 3D with my lizard man in the well. Oh, yeah. It literally it literally did. It's a shout out. It's literally like a dish, like one of those dishes that they used to find gold with. That's their well. Kind of like in Maleficent, like the- where she, like, looks in the dish. It's like that. You know what else it is, though? This is when Reagan from The Exorcist turned into Bitch from Ring. Yes. <laughs> Facts. Scary movie version of Bitch from Ring. Scary mo- And scary movie version of Reagan. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, yes. The whole movie. The whole movie, though. Um. Wait, but Kim, we got to talk about what happens next, because... When he sees all this, the dude with the girlfriend who you thought was the chick on the side of the road, they yeah. walk into the basement, and his name's Eric, by the way, spelled A-R-I-C. Fucking stupid. Uh, my first boyfriend ever's name was Eric, and his name was spelled A-R-I-C. A fucking stupid. So they walk downstairs, and then this guy goes, put her in the water. It'll clear the vomit off her hand and make her cool. 
He starts yelling, put her in the water. And he's bringing her down so reluctantly, but he quickly turns into a demon and just drowns his girlfriend. And he's yelling, put her in the water. Kind of like Jevin's like, we're all going to die. In the last we're all going to die. We're all going to die. Dude, dude, wait, oh, wait, wait. When Jevin goes, oh. <laughs> Is it judgment day? Or no, that was Kyle. That was Kyle. That was oh, Kyle. That was Kyle. Kyle. Is it judgment day? <laughs> See, Playhouse was funny. You know what? Playhouse is fucking 10 out of 10. <laughs> We're Dude, gonna die. When I think about fucking Kyle. <laughs> Kim, he, okay, he we have hilarious. to cover. I watched this move and I told you about it earlier before we started recording, but Pledge Night. I want to do Pledge Night with you and Bree and okay. James and okay. Nia. And like, I okay. want to get the whole fu- and oh, Hillary Barraford. I want to okay. get everyone together for pledge night. I'm down. I'm down. You count me in. <laughs> I've never cried laughing for like as long of an extended period of time than I did watching pledge night. Like I Who directs had pledge night. Is that Mark Paloma or Polona? No, no, no. It's Paloma? from 88. <laughs> Okay, okay. It's Pledge just, okay, it has the front man from Anthrax. Like, I think I mentioned her. John. Right, that's Bro- what you blah, said. Blah, blah, blah. Yes, it's so fucking funny. Fletch Knight, okay. It All is right. so funny. I'm anyway, down. Whatever. Count me in. So let's Count move me on. in, sign me up. So he's like, put her in the water, and he drowns No, 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 Kim. I don't care about anything that happens until Rob Schneider from Animal pulls up. Rob Schneider from Animal? She has six nipples. I don't know what you're talking about. Kim, she has six nipples. I don't know what you're talking about. Pause right now and go fucking rewatch the end of this movie. If you missed this, there's no way we can continue this conversation. Don't do this. Kim, she has CGI six titties on her fucking chest. I think you're throwing me with Rob Schneider, an animal. Tiffany had six titties. (laughs) What's wrong with six titties? Did you see that or did you not? I did not. Go back and fucking watch it right now. I'm taking a piss. I'm not continuing this conversation until you watch that. I swear to God. I swear to fucking right. God. I swear to God. Up. You're like my parent. No, fuck you. I'll be right back. Amityville Death House. Okay, that's interesting because when I saw I saw that, but I didn't think they were nipples. I literally thought that she had like a fucking growth on her side. The fuck are you talking about? It didn't even register as nipples to me. They talked about the witch's lo- the witch's teats. It looks like some fucking men in black shit. If I would have known that was the six titties you were talking about. What other six titties would I be talking about? They just don't look like titties. It literally looks like abs. It looks like fake abs. It looks it like, like Rob Schneider's titties in the movie Animal. Well, I never saw Animal. You never saw Animal? Mm-mm. Your life sucks. No. Well, Kim, I can't believe you missed the reveal where they rip this girl's shirt off and she has six boobs with six nipples on it. And I they can. say she has the witch's teats. She's a witch. I can. Do you want to know how and why? You're stupid. Because I have seven titties and six titties is shocking to me. All right, whip them out. Show them to Patreon. All right, hold on. All right, here you go, Patreon. Oh. This is the moment you've been waiting for. I don't have any blueberries left. I was going to show you a blueberry. <laughs> Seven blueberries? I'll have to show you guys uh, at another time. Uh, they're a little tucked away. 
<laughs> so when they find out that she has udders, they tie her up and they bring toilet paper Reagan into the room to settle everything. <laughs> the fact that there's still 15 minutes left in the movie at this point was like really hurting me. It's but wild. to be fair, like eight was credits. So. It's like eight. I was going to say it's literally like eight minutes left. So they start choking her. The dungeon master narrates and it turns out that the girlfriend is still alive. And good news. The once possessed boyfriends have a change of heart and they unpossess themselves. And one mm -hmm. acts as Reagan. She acts him back like in the face, but like lightly. And then the yeah. other dude says, what did you do to us? And then curb stomps her. And then goes, what did you do to us? And then curb stomps her again. Well, and there's like fake clip art pieces of paper flying around this whole time also. <laughs> we mentioned that earlier. That That's when like the book starts flying around and like yeah. fake pieces of paper just start flying left yeah. and right. <laughs> and you're like, okay, why are those in the picture? <laughs> oh, and then Tiffany goes upstairs. She looks to grandma. And she goes, you're not my grandmother and punches her in the face. And she goes, you're not her. And then chops her head off. <laughs> No shit. <laughs> so then she goes back downstairs, and then her homegirl starts turning into a demon and seems like she's going to fight back, but she doesn't do anything. And then Reagan number two stares at Tiffany angrily, and then Tiffany grabs a brick and starts to bash her head in, and please tell me you noticed what kind of food was mixed with blood when she was bashing her head in with the brick. Mm, no, it's not going to register for me. It was swirly. It was like twisty macaroni and cheese. Like the twisty shells, you know really what I mean? I didn't put that much thought into it. Now I need to, now I need to play it because I want to see it. Full on, they hit the her a few times and it was just like some meat and some other bullshit like looking like it was just Ew. all squishy and shit. But then one time when it zooms in and she's hitting it with a brick, it's full on just macaroni and cheese with red food coloring on it. I didn't even pay attention to that. That's disgusting. And then Homegirl turns into a spider person. Like, this spider. is what we saw in the beginning of the movie. She's flipped upside down. She's doing the don't kill me, it's me thing that, like, Ash's girlfriend did to him in Evil Dead. But she is just full-on spider legs on her back. Again, clip art spider legs that are moving around and making her walk. So bad. And just when you thought they couldn't get out of this situation, Tiffany blows the place up. So I guess they all died. All died. And this place did blow kind of the fuck up. It reminded me of two at the end, how it didn't blow up as two. Remember two or three where it blew up for like 20 minutes? It didn't it's do so that. so long in every different angle. This one just blew up. <laughs> every but... angle. Yeah, this one just blew up, but the whole top of it was like gone. That shit was gone. So I did mention that at the end of my notes, I put, oh, the explosion of the house is back. And then the sheriff shows up and he finds a place like actively being blown up. And he goes, he goes on his radio and he goes, yeah. cancel the backup. I was like, cancel it? What do you mean? Isn't this when you need the backup right. ASAP? Hold on. I wrote this down because it was so funny. He said, the house has exploded. Send backup. And then he said, scratch that. Send everybody. And then he's like, cancel the backup. <laughs> no, no, you got the timeline wrong. You're just like the movie where it's all out of order. He goes, cancel the backup. Then he goes, no, wait, send an ambulance and a fire truck. And then he's like, wait oh, a second. Right. No, cancel that. Send everyone. And then there's like an awkward cut. And then we're now back at that same scene where the sheriff's just sitting at the police station and his deputy or whatever comes in and is like, or no, he gets a phone call from. A, he goes, your wife is on the line. He's like, I don't want to talk to that bitch. And it's like the same exact intro of the conversation we got at the beginning where it's yes, like, you yes. need to go to the Amityville house. And then he's like, why? But then she's like, rather than being like, that girl just came here. She's like, that girl's here right now. And it's Tiffany in her office. And she's like sitting in the corner with like her head like down in her knees and she lifts her eyes up and her eyes are blue. Wait, you know and what I thought like of? The end of the movie. I thought of Psycho where um, Norman Bates is in jail and he's like, they don't even know that I wouldn't, e I'm not even going to hurt this fly. They're going to think that I wouldn't even hurt a fly. <laughs> Pretty much. 
And that's literally the end of the movie. Oh, but also they like pasted glowing eyes over her eyes and it wasn't even covering the color. Like the natural color looked, in her eyeballs. It looked like they had somebody like scribble over it. <laughs> like clip art again. In like in paint. In like the paint app. Yes, in the paint app. And they didn't they didn't fill it all in. Oh, that's so fucking funny, dude. That's so it funny. It was really bad. So there was like ten kills in this. I included Reagan and Reagan number two. There were ten? Yeah, there was about 10, because there was, like, other random side characters and shit. Like, none of them mattered, or none of them was really focused on. But, yeah, if you count the explosions and everything, aside from Tiffany, 10 people died. Oh, I guess they all did die. Yeah. yeah. Boob count? Tiffany had six boobs, so <laughs> this is a first for the boob count ever. It's one person with six boobs. Those titties. So I'll say three, because I usually go by pairs of boobs, so three pairs of boobs. Okay, three pairs of boobs. Three pairs did of boobs. Did we see any others? No. No, it was just that. Just the udders. Just those. Just the udders. What other counts? That's it? Fly. Oh, fly count. That's true. We had flies. We had flies, too. Uh, like 50, actually, because there's a lot in the fridge. Yeah. So, yeah, guys, Kim is really excited to come to California so we can go and watch some Amityville stuff together. She's really excited for Amityville Ooh. in space. Really stoked. I'm... <sighs> Here's the thing. I actually want to be excited for Amityville in space. I'm just not excited. It's exciting, it's right? 50th. It's the, it's the 50th movie. Like the fact that I have to get through another like 30 I know. to even I know. get there. It's unfortunate. Like I want to say that we'll do space before. Like I gave like, you know, the exception for Thanksgiving. But like, I feel like we can't just because like, we I feel can't. like, yeah, like space has to be Once like. Once we do it, we're going to keep doing it. Yeah. Because space and space also has to be like that prize treasure you know it's like the once you get through 49 amatavilles you get space you know i can't i don't think i can make it i know i say this every time you're gonna do like, great you're gonna do great cam i'm, I'm hanging, so proud no, of you i'm hanging by i'm so proud of you i, I think you've been thread. doing great so far you're you've been doing wonderful you have the patreons against me they're all messaging me saying if the horror soup listenership this. knew that you were actually the one that reminds me to do these i think <laughs> they would like look at you in a very different light because kim literally on every amateville she's the one who's like all right you ready for the next one she texts me every single time i try to get it over with i don't want to be in this i don't want to be in this servantship for the next this 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 is a conservatorship you guys this is what the fuck it is caleb caleb is my conservator and he won't let me fucking go Love you. Free me. Free Kim. Hashtag free Kim. Free Kim from Amityville. So, Kim, what do you rate Amityville Death House? I can't. You can't? Really? That bad? I can't. I feel like this one was a little above the other ones. Uh Uh-uh. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't know if it's above Haunting. Haunting was something that I hated and I recognize as a piece of shit. Playhouse was better. No, no. I don't agree with that. Well... (sighs) Kyle was Jevin, pretty fun. Kyle, the mayor who shot the dude at the end, like that, <laughs> that was really funny. That was really funny. Okay, it's not better Come than on. Asylum though. I don't think it's yeah, better than right. Asylum. No, I don't think it's better yeah, than Asylum. No, no, you're right. Asylum's okay. better. No, no, I think Death House is better than Asylum. Oh, you said I don't think it's better than Asylum. Or, oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I don't think it's worse than Asylum. Oh, see, I think Asylum's better, and Asylum is bad. Okay, if we go not including Conjuring, what's your list? Haunting, Asylum, Playhouse, Death House. Playhouse slash theater. Death House. That You want me to rank those? Yeah, like, do give me your one through four. Oh. Um, or in the newer generation now, I feel like a rating would be would be appropriate. Oof, this is hard. I feel like I'm going to have to say Playhouse one. Over Haunting, really? Haunting, over, slightly over Haunting. Oh, only because, wow. Only because if the dad and that electrical wire didn't drop, like, it would be so bad. Wow. I know. Haunting's a close second. Okay. So Playhouse Haunting. 
Because like if we take if we take out the power line dropping alone, it loses a lot of value. No, dude, he beat the ghost kid's ass. I know that's still hilarious at him walking around the twenty two the whole time, but it it loses it loses. I, I'm doing a hindsight thing, and I feel like rewatching them. I'm doing it based off of that. Like which ones I would like more after seeing all four of them. Not like my experience I think that I, would I like had Playhouse in the beginning. Even more, really. I think it would like Playhouse. I'm gonna go Playhouse. I'm gonna go Haunting. I'm gonna go Asylum. I'm gonna go Death House. Well, yeah, this one. No, yeah, see, Death I'm House. very different. I'm going Haunting, Playhouse, Death House, Asylum. What? I almost no. want. No, I want to. I legitimately want to put Death House above Playhouse. But when I remember how entertaining Kyle was the whole movie with his constant just gay parades, like he's just so out of touch with everything in the world, he goes a little above this for me. But no, one hundred percent. I feel like the only thing I'm arguing at that point is is Death House better than Asylum. 100%. No, it's not. Asylum's better. Dude, Asylum is like almost two hours long. I'm not watching a it fucking two-hour-long Amityville over this. Even though this one felt really long. long, Amityville Asylum felt long, and it was long. This felt long, but it's not long. This is better than Asylum. But was it better? Yes. This is better than Asylum. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. It was fucking no. stupid, but it was aware, and it was doing the shits. It was you know, aware. like. It's better than Asylum, 100%. I'm excited for Unspoken. I rated this one star. I'm rating it nothing. I'm rating it one star. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> I think it's a one star movie. It's fair. It's the shortest Amityville. It's not. The production quality is shit, but it's a Peter Rottentail version of Amityville. I might start to get really pissed when we watch it like the four other Amityvilles that Mark Polonia has done, but right now, this is a one star. Look, the fact that you're yelling at me for rating a, for rating a fucking movie one star is so ridiculous in itself. Because that doesn't deserve a star at all. I think in comparison to the last few we've watched, I think it does. I think it had redeeming mm. moments that were, like, really fucking funny. Yeah, I'm gonna go You didn't no. even see the rear view window, and you didn't even recognize... You didn't see the side mirror shit, and you didn't even notice the fact that this chick had six titties. Because I didn't need no, to. this thing had six fucking CGI titties, dude. That's funny. As, as an adamant lover of Rob Schneider's animal, that's fucking funny. As an adamant lover of Rob Schneider's titties, I can tell you. You're an asshole. You haven't even seen good. Animal. Fuck off. But I've seen Rob it's, Schneider's it's, titties. It's a, it's a thumbs down. It's a, it's a cream of mushroom soup, though. I've seen his titties. Yeah, this is bad. I, I wouldn't recommend watching it. This is not even cream of mushroom, because cream of mushroom's, like, not terrible. Like, mm, this is, like... You're wrong. It is terrible. This is a cream of mushroom. No, this is, like, um... This is like... That's right. Name a soup worse than cream of mushroom. You can't, idiot. Yeah, Why that's right. Call me an idiot? <laughs> <laughs> this is... No, I'm going to find one. This is like... You can't. It's a cream of mushroom. Cucumber I don't, soup. Thumbs down. Cream of mushroom. The worst soup ever. I don't recommend this. This is a shit movie. It has some ups and downs. Maybe watch Hollow if, Hol- if I Kill You. Hollow if I Kill You. I'm excited Hall about that. Hollow if I Kill that. You. I want to do a Fuck, Mary Kill. I'm going to do it off the top of my head right now. You have... Okay. Fuck, that's hard. Yeah, there's some options in here. Ooh, that actually is pretty hard. That's some good options. Reagan, Reagan number two and me. No, I want the sheriff in there. No, Reagan, Reagan number two and me. I don't like this. I'm going to kill Reagan number two, fuck Reagan, and marry you. But I want the sheriff in there. So you're going to fuck the grandma. That's Reagan number one. Yeah, because if it was the sheriff... Reagan number one and you, I would kill you. I would still fuck the grandma and I'd marry the sheriff. So you would get the shaft. I would not want to be around the sheriff. He hates his wife. We know fully like from this movie that he despises his wife and will ignore her at all costs. But maybe that's a good thing, I guess. 
Yeah, but he's just like always gone and doesn't give a fuck. So. Yeah, that's that's true. Okay, so moving on, let's fucking end this episode. We have a question from Bex Lane. Um, we have a question? Yeah, Bex Lane's cool as fuck. Okay. I like their super villain name. I've shouted out many times, but Bex Lane okay. sent a question specifically for me and you. Oh, gosh. Okay, I'm nervous. So this question is... If you had to be roommates with any murderer slash horror icon killer, for example, Freddy, Jason, Jigsaw, Baba Duke, or pretty much anyone, like literally anyone in a horror movie, who would it be oh, and why? You won't be killed by this person, but you have to deal with them and they could kill people that you know, like people that you know could be at risk. This is a really phenomenal question. This might be one of the best questions I've ever gotten. It's really cool, right? But I need some time to prepare. Hold on. Oh, this is fucking hard. I thought I needed time to prepare, but then one popped in my head, and it's only because I had a conversation about how cool it would be to just hang out with this killer very recently. And it's something we talked about earlier in this episode, actually. But so I the have it. ending is tricky because your family's at risk. Still. The end, No, see, that's, that's where it gets dicey. Let me just give you mine because this is why it worked out perfectly for me. Like I said, I bailed on you last week or the week before, or like two weeks ago, for the horror version. And we talked about Leprechaun. Oh, Leprechaun. And during the Leprechaun episode, we, me and uh, Mikey had a discussion. I mean, we all did really, but me and Mikey were like, hey, I think the Leprechaun, if you didn't piss him off, would be a really cool person to just hang out with. Because unless you took his gold, he does not worry about you. He'll smoke yeah, weed he with doesn't. you. He'll vibe with you. He'll tell jokes. He'll, like, fucking hop on a pogo stick, just act a fool with you. And unless yeah. you take his gold, he's not going to fuck with you. So as long as none of my friends steal his gold, I think they're safe. I'm going with Leprechaun, yeah, hands down. That's a good one. That's a good one. The I have to. I would need time to think, but one that immediately comes to my head, and it's still not a great option, would be Chucky, only because Chucky's funny, even though he's extremely violent. Well, dude, if you put it into perspective, Chucky's another one of those weird little characters that'll just hang out and smoke weed with you or something. Like Right, and like he, he would still randomly murder like somebody in my family, but they can take a fucking doll. Like the people that died in the Chucky movies were fucking idiots. Well, we've we've done child's play movies together, and we've said the biggest issue with the Chucky movies is that you could just kick that little fucker. Kick you pun his ass. Yeah, so I would go with Chucky. It's like that's my immediate thought. See, because the easiest options is the tiny ones. Like that's what I think too. I'm like, oh, Warwick Davis, whatever. Worst comes to worst, you do piss right. him off. Just fucking kick the dude. Yeah, kick him. And you hear Chucky when he's yeah, like he's just he's noisy. I he mean, has dude, limitations because yeah. he's a doll. He can't. Yeah. Yeah, and on my side, like, Mikey put out, like, a really good point in that Horror Virgin episode he did, because he was like, not only does a leprechaun not fuck with people who doesn't steal his gold, but when you steal his gold, he literally walks up to you and goes, I just want me gold! Give me my gold, and I will leave you alone! Like, he's very, like, he tells you what you have to do for him to not kill you before he kills you. So, like, if if you get killed by a leprechaun, I'm fully under the impression that it's your fucking fault. Interesting. I wonder what Bex Lane would say. I know. I'm very interested, but that was such a cool question. Bex, thank you so much. I love that one. You know what the worst you know what the worst answer to that question is? Huh. Michael Myers, obviously. <laughs> you think so? Could you could you yeah, imagine answering that mean, question and say Michael Myers? <laughs> I mean, what do you honestly, it would be kind of interesting though if you're like a fucking sociopath and you're just like, fuck it, I'm gonna hang out with Michael Myers because like he's so just unemotional. Can you imagine what it would be like just hanging out with that guy? He'd be such a fucking buzzkill. You'd be sitting around watching a movie with him, and he would just stand up with his butcher knife and just start slowly walking to slowly, the yeah. like Just open the door, walk outside, kill your friend, and come back, leave. sit down right. on the couch next to you with blood all over him. And then him. not die. And then not die. <laughs> yeah, Michael Myers would be the fucking worst. And then Freddy would be annoying because I feel like he'd pop up while you were He would just call you a bitch like, all the time. He'd be like, what's up, bitch? Yeah, I'd be like, bro, you, like, touch children. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> so, yeah. 
Freddie, uh, Michael would be hands down. Like, and Jason would just smell like shit. Like, you would just not want to be around no, him. No, the Texas Chainsaw fucking Leatherface would smell like dog shit. He'd smell like ass and manure. I actually feel like Leatherface would somehow smell better than Jason. Because Jason's been, like, yeah, underwater and shit. And is just, like, dead for years. Like, at least Leatherface is alive. Yeah. But Leatherface, he would just be, anno- he would just be like... <laughs> The yeah, time. the noise is like they all would be bad options. You wouldn't be able to understand him. <laughs> Any of those like five or six would be rough. Like those are definitely the ones you shouldn't want. Could you imagine picking Penhead and he just keeps like bringing you into his fucking world? He's like, I'm gonna fucking torture your friends with chains and shit. And he's just like, <laughs> I forgot about Penhead. Yeah, there's there's so many different car- uh, protagonists. Like you do Candyman. You could do like there's a lot of fucking people. Again, like Candyman, I'd even fuck with because he—he's not gonna come out unless you say his name three times. Yeah, like I feel like Candyman, I would fuck with, but like I feel like he would just be giving me riddles all day. Like he would just he be would. like speaking and in like, tongues, and I'd be like, up. "Dude, you know what? We've been around each other every day for the past five years. Just fucking tell me what your <laughs> what's on your goddamn mind, dude." <laughs> like, no, Jigsaw would do that shit. Jigsaw, you'd wake oh up and you'd be in a God. contraption. Jigsaw might be the worst. Actually, when she said Jigsaw, my but brain since went. he can't fuck kill no. you, like he would just fuck with you he just have you in a trap and he'd be That's like what I'm and then saying. after like a few hours he'd just give you the key and be like oh god you'd be like dude honestly it'd be like that friend who's just <laughs> putting a, a whoopee cushion under your chair at every meal <laughs> but but and then jigsaw would fuck with your whole family because he'd know all your family's dirt fuck J- jigsaw might be up there with michael myers when she said jigsaw i was like Mm-mm, fuck jigsaw. Kim, i wish you watched peter rottentail because what if it <laughs> It was Peter Rottentail, this little jingle would just come on and he'd just be bounced around like, hey, guys. (laughs) Yeah, there's like so many good protagonists we could we could honestly go down. But that's to answer your question in a long winded answer. I guess I'm going to say Chucky. Yeah, I'm going with Warwick Davis for sure. Yeah. And we're both agreeing we would never pick Michael Myers. No, no. All right, guys. So we're going to end this yeah. episode. Otherwise, we're going to go way too long. If you enjoy the show, leave a five-star review because it helps a lot. And you can do it on iTunes or Spotify now. Spotify added the ratings and whatnot. And I appreciate all you guys that have been leaving the five stars. Our ratings are better on Spotify than they are on iTunes so far. And I think it's because people okay. I think it's because people really like telling me that they hate me when they leave a like a bad review. So the fact that people can't tell me they hate me on Spotify, <laughs> I feel like just kind of denounces them from doing it in general. Because they're like, what? You're not going to know that I think you're a piece of shit? <laughs> so it's True. a little different. Douchers. Anyway, if you guys like the show and want extra content, you want to check out the polls, all that other stuff, go to patreon.com slash horsesoup. There's movie commentary. There's full bonus episodes. Peter Rottentail's coming out at the very beginning of next month. I think it's coming out the first of next month. I already scheduled that. This month's bonus episode, like I said, with the Scream slash Texas Chainsaw 2022 discussion. All that other stuff, bonus Amityville stuff. Me and Kim watch trailers together and some stuff. I'm getting her on for Amityville content soon. When we meet up in California, we're definitely going to watch some Amityville docs and shit and get some good in-person Amityville content going for the Patreon. Well, the best ways to keep up with everything Horror Soup is to follow the Instagram at Horror Soup. TikTok is at Horror Soup. The Twitter is at Horror Soup Sucks. Twitter. Letterboxed at Horror Soup. Caleb and Kim's is Kim Shady23. Shady23. Kim yeah. Shady23. Send in any inquiries to horrorsoupyahoo.com, twitch.tv slash horrorsoup. I'm not consistent. I'm being completely honest, but I go on it sometimes. And if I'm there, you'll see me there. Horror Soup on YouTube. 
Cameo Horse Suit. Pretty much everything's Horse Suit. But thank you to Ross Lee for supplying the show with intro and outro music. And thank you for Tom, aka the Mutant Members Only Club, for also providing me with a ton of music that I use throughout the show. Even if it's not in every episode, it's in a lot of them. So thank you, Tom. Shout out to Tom. And that's it. Peace out, Kim. This episode's fucking long. Jesus. Peace out. There's a place off Ocean Avenue where I used to smoke crack pipes with you. We were both 45 and it felt so right. Creeping all day, doing crack all night. Doing crack all night. There's a place on the corner of Spooky Street. We would crawl in the oven and crank the heat. We were both 45 and it felt so right. Creeping all day, doing crack all night. Doing crack all night If I could suck your ass Things would get better I would suck it fast And puke forever Let your farts blast out on me And blow me away yeah, yeah. Fork. Fork 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 Fork. 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 You wrote it is a fork song. It's a song of it's I wanted to mix it up. It's a song about forks. Whatever. Hello everybody. I'm laying down this episode. What the fuck? Was that the intro? That was just what I wanted to let everybody know. That's the prelude. You, that, what, welcome. <laughs> that, what, what, no, that's not the... Yeah, that's not the intro. I just wanted to let everybody know before we intro that I'm laying down. <laughs> <laughs> it's important information. God damn it, Kim. Otherwise, they think something happened to me. They're saying, Kim, why are you on your side? <laughs> Did you hurt your back? I'm, nope, I'm gonna just I, lazy. I was gonna make it. I'm, I'm gonna leave the joke that I was gonna make. It's too far. Okay. Okay. Yeah, leave the joke. <laughs> I think I already know where you're going. With I it. think you do too. Uh, we just, <laughs> yeah, we just, we're just gonna leave it though. Leave it. Leave it. <laughs> okay. Hey, hold on. You want to know what we're not gonna leave? Do, no. A blueberry behind. <laughs> I'm also eating blueberries. I'm laying down eating blueberries. That's this episode. No blueberries left behind during the filming of Horror Soup. All right. That's That's my intro. Yeah, honestly, I'm putting that in as the intro. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Okay, okay. Wow. You got a long way to go. I'll put the intro after that. Okay, that sounds beautiful. Okay. Okay. Okay, we go. This Midwestern girl, she's coming to California.